You're Chewbacca, obviously. Uh, I'm Chewy, right? Yeah. Sean would be Han or Luke. I don't know. Ryan wants yeah, to be Han. Ryan, Ryan's, Give Ryan Han. Han, <laughs> Sean's Luke. Okay. I'll be Jabba. <laughs> Ryan, okay, Jabba. well, I mean, if I'll you guys want to go that route, that's I thought, okay. This is Kyle Greenfield, formerly known as Case Leave, and you're listening to Unstable Discourse. Oh, welcome in to the season finale of season two. Oh, he's got both fists in the air. Fists clenched, baby. Let's do this. I got a lot of things clenched right now. What else you got clenched? (laughs) Both fists. Moving on. Okay. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, episode fifteen. We're gonna we're gonna recap this season, and we're gonna do it very similar to how we did last season because that was so much fun. Tons of fun. Loved it. Three minutes, right? We get three minutes per episode. Three minutes per episode. episode. Can't wait. Spoiler alert: Jason's gonna be driving this one, guys. So strap in. Driving. Driving up. Um, Ryan's in the trunk. Yeah. But yeah, as uh, as we've been doing lately, we're at the barn at Callahan Acres. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got uh, a posse with us. We got. Uh, Sheila and we got Lauren Lakeberg, the ninja. The I'm sorry, disco. who? We're not familiar with Lauren. When you said that, I thought I said Lauren Callahan. No, for some reason, I might, as, I said that. might as well be. Yeah, uh, we got uh, we got the disc golf photographer with us, and then uh, of course we have Ryan Fancher of Unstable Disc Golf Gear. Yes, sir. Sean Callahan of Delwood Disc Golf. Hello, children. Jason Callahan of Bag of Tricks and Delwood Disc Golf. Good evening. <laughs> and uh, the, that's a Halloween-themed intro right there. Yeah, We're spooky. two days away, baby. Uh, and then I'm Alex Seminary of Disc Golf Chicago. Welcome in, guys and gals. As I said before, this is the recap of the season. So uh, mm-hmm. the way we do this is we're going to highlight the the special moments from all the episodes, like your favorites, some meaningful things, some awkward things, just the, the whatever stands out to you from each episode that we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, if Indeed. you haven't listened to this whole season, I don't know if you should listen to this yet. There's going to be some spoiler alerts, but it'll be a real backhanded way to approach this. Yeah. I mean, there aren't really dire consequences to learning some yeah, no. spoilers. There's not like a linear storyline or anything mm-hmm. with the no. show. So Listen hey, away. Maybe you'll hear something that makes you think, I should go back and listen right. to that episode. That there sounds you go. cool. Mm-hmm. Silver lining. Uh, before we get to recapping all of those little episodes, let's get into a Fired Up. Fired Up! <laughs> As I listen back to kind of prep for this episode... I got to quickly hear all the different fired ups that you've done over the season, which was a lot of fun to hear. Maybe I'll have to compile them. Ooh, please do that. Yeah. There was a couple that sounded too similar this uh, season. We're like, fired up. Yeah, that's all right. Fired that's up. fine. Yeah, that's fine. Because fired, last fired season, up. it was mostly the same for all of them up to, up to a certain point. Yes. And then, yeah, things started to get weird. There is a formula. Anyways, Ryan. What are you fired up about? I have a fired up. Whoa. So shut up. Um, you, don't you always have a fired up? Yeah. Every single time. I th- oh, I thought you didn't have local routes. It's one well, or the too. other. What are the other? I can't be, sometimes you're not excited about yeah. things. I can't be excited about everything all the time. <laughs> this story takes us back about 12 years. Let's go wow. back. Whoa. I lived in Oakland and I was doing some freelance audio recording and I put an ad up that was like, hey, I'll record you for whatever you are doing. Because I was- Risky. Like I had yeah. just moved there yeah. and, and I needed some business and sure, um, didn't get much, obviously. But this one woman said, hey, I my father is, he's a retired firefighter and he sings and we want to record an album. We already have uh, somebody that's, uh, that knows all the songs that's going to accompany mm-hmm. this. We've already got it set up. 
can you do it? And I was like, oh, this is cake. It's it's like an electronic piano. So all I got to do is plug it in, one mic. Sure. We set it up. It's on like a retirement village, right? Okay. And she rented this like hall, quote unquote. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. So I show up that day and it's not a hall. It's a gymnasium, which I don't know if you've ever been into a gymnasium. Very different. Yeah. 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 Uh, acoustically, not the same. Right. So immediately strike one. But I kind of set it up in a way that it was as good as we could get it, right? Sure. So the accompanying of the music was great. The guy was perfect. The singer, he was amazing. He was like, he reminded me of like one of Frank Sinatra's friends, right? Mm. He was just like a crooner, like old school, like fly me to the moon, all that kind of stuff. Like (laughs) he had 12 or 13 songs lined up and he knocked them out. We only did a couple takes, you know, maybe one or two times. Otherwise it was just one through, knocked it out. One session. Yeah, one second. Wait, this was wow. like, uh, there wasn't like a live. No, no, no. It's just for recording purposes. That's a weird right? place to do that kind of recording. It was a very weird yeah. place. But the, the whole grounds were like, when you see commercials of what you would think retirement villages would be with like people playing bocce ball outside and like everybody like smiling and having, this is what it was like. This isn't real. This is like the Stepford Wives type of hmm. situation. Like, mm-hmm. But it was, and the guy was cool. So we recorded it all. It was really cool. I took it home and later learned that he is semi-famous as known as like the singing fireman of San Francisco. Oh. A lot of people knew him and not famous enough that it was a huge deal, but it was, sure. you know, to Locally, them it was a big yeah. deal. So I mixed it all down. I gave them the the stuff and they uh, bounced down a CD and like distributed it. I don't know how if they made 100 or 200 or how many discs. Went great. Compact discs. CDs. CDs. Correct. Just to be clear, this Compact is a disc discs. golf podcast. Yeah, it was 12 years ago, so you don't know. All right. The the man's daughter who set this all up thanked me profusely. Couldn't be more happy. I didn't want any money. I was doing it for exposure, uh, but she gave me a couple. As hundred- that's what all artists want. Yeah, right. They just want But she gave exposure. me a couple hundred bucks just to say thank you, which was awesome. Sure. Fast forward to about a month ago, and she emails me and says, please let me know if you still have the files. I know it's been a long time, but we need to redistribute. Like we need to make copies again of this. And I said, why? And she said, he passed away in May, which was not completely unexpected. Mm -hmm. But we want to make 500 of these CDs to give to people, you know, and I guess they had like so many more than 500 people show up at this funeral or whatever it was. I sent her all the things and it was really- You had the files though. Oh, I still, I have everything. Oh, wow. I had the files. These are professional guys. I had the files and it was very hard to upload them to the service that she was having. And so she had me do it and contact them directly and get all the files sorted. And it was a pain in the butt to do. I was more than willing to do it, but there was no way she was going to be able to do it. So I stepped in and I did it for her and she thanked me again and got all the CDs and that's the last I heard. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then a week ago, she uh, messaged me and said, did you get a CD? I don't remember my, I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I can't remember if I sent you one. And I said, no, very low priority though. Please don't go out of your way. And she was like, no, 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 I need to. So I got it in the mail like two days ago with a card that like made me cry. So at the time when I was recording it, I was just a kid like, you You know, what, in your 50s? I was in, yeah, early 50s. Yeah. (laughs) But I was just trying to do anything recording wise. I didn't really care what it was. And I didn't feel the impact of what I was doing at the time. And she sent me this card and made me realize like I was a part in touching so many people's lives doing that. And she kept trying to let me know like, no, this was a huge deal. And you were a huge part of that. And when I read the card, I finally sat down and was like, whoa, man, this is amazing. So, you know, it kind of hit me pretty hard and uh, made me realize that you never really know how you're going to affect 
somebody's maybe not in the moment. Sure. But kind of be more aware of, of the moment. Uh, well, since one of my Bro. favorite things is yeah. making you feel uncomfortable, <clears throat> that's probably one of like 25 to 30 different things you've done in your professional career that maybe not necessarily at that level of impact mm-hmm. and touching people, but like the same kind of principles are going to be there. Like you won't know how much X, Y, and Z meant to people until way down the line. Sure. But like, that's kind of a, I'm not surprised to hear that's part of, you know, the Ryan Fancher story. That's yeah, yeah. That awesome. is a, that's a Fancher story all day long. Yeah. yeah. That it, is it just got me fired cool. up about, yeah. it probably makes you feel really good about what you do. It, it made me a little upset that I, again, didn't at the time really get the gauge of what was happening, but well, how could you? Right. It was pretty cool. So I'm fired that's up awesome. that that all happened and sad that he passed, but um, it was his time and a lot of people are listening to him sing right now. So it was pretty cool. Okay. Shots. That's Let's so, take shots. Yeah. We yeah. Gotta drink. Awesome. What was his name? Yeah. Jim Bogue. Yeah. Yeah. Duke, Duke Silver. Silver. Yeah. yeah. Jim Bogue. Yeah. Look Good him up. Name. Hell wow. yeah. So that's that's cool. great. Yeah. It was pretty cool. If you're doing it right, you don't know in the moment. Yeah. That's that's probably true. It's not like you to get emotional. Yeah. I did for a moment. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Follow that, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. There's an Instagram account well. I like. Next. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's, it's probably the, the greatest Instagram. The greatest I mean, Instagram of all time. Is it? Yeah. It's sure the not hell now. It is. It's not. <laughs> yeah, Jim Boat is the. Yeah. It is not. Is it Jim better Bode. than Air Fryer Guy? It is better than Air Fryer Guy. This wow. is this is this year's Air Fryer Guy. His name is Sam Cotton, uh-huh. and he is Australian, uh-huh. and he's a comedian and an actor and an animator, and he what he does is will take video of inanimate objects and then animate faces and give the like tell oh us, the legs and eyes tell and a story that guy yes. I've seen that okay. guy. it is it is so funny he yeah. is like that dude has an IV that is stuck right in my funny bone every single post he's made I've laughed out loud at mm-hmm. that's yeah. so hard to do I absolutely love this guy. I feel like most content creators just pump out a bunch of stuff and like most of it's you know why because okay, so the dry gets really well. The dry, the dry does, gets man. so well. Oh my god, I'm glad it came up. Did you did you know that it was see, it was episode 15 of season one when that came up? Stop no. it. That's it what was. I said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh the dry god. gets well was was the season one episode well. 15. Yeah. But he's, just, he's uh so it began as like just content, but now he's marketing himself. He's got like you can purchase the official stickers from him via Instagram and then add them to your own posts. And oh, cool. It's, it's very, very cool uh, that he's creating. What's his handle? At Sam Cotton. At Sam Cotton. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Highly recommend. Dude's hysterical. I've yeah, seen some posted on Reddit. Yeah. Every time I see just a thumbnail of it, I'm, you oh, just, I'm watching you know you're gonna every laugh. single yeah. time. When he, He's got this whole running bit of like pigeons always looking for for French fries, but they call them chippies out there. <laughs> so it's all these pigeons walking around like bartering for chippies. Like, hey, you got any chippies? No, you don't. Back off. It's, it's, Is it always so, an Australian accent? Oh, oh, yeah. the dude's like yeah, major. I, guess I never Australian. realized that. Yeah, 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 definitely. I've seen it's him the content but providing the voice. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. There's this one where like, what's that super famous bridge in Australia that kind of looks like a harp a little bit? And so he's just videoing the bridge for like five minutes and then he animated this dude this giant dude playing the harp and talking to him as he's oh my god it's so funny I'm i gotta see you. that it's the best yeah it's Highly the greatest right instagram of all time it's the greatest instagram of all time mm-hmm. yeah. speaking of the best of all time have you been watching is there any new shows that i should be paying attention to that are like right on that level for it you? always comes from you jay you yeah. gotta tell us what the deal is i'm not done with it because it didn't super pull me in but Squid Game is pretty good. Did Squid you check Game it out? Is good. Yeah, 
I'm still Very not good. done with it, but I am super entertained with it. I didn't fall as hardcore into it uh, as I thought I was going to. I'll be honest, gore and horror is kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't like it in real life, but in movies, if I'm watching people get hacked up and shot and killed, I'm I can't do it anymore. Myself. Once no. I realized we were going to watch it, and then I was like, oh, this is like bloody gory killer shit. I can't do it anymore, yeah, man. Not, I just can't. I don't, I don't I think it can. is that. But like just it's that like, like circumstance of like, oh, you're going to die uh, for some it's dumb reason. Yeah. I just can't do yeah. it. I can't. It's yeah. the, 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 the show is really more about it's more philosophical than just like, oh, so you're going to die if you you know don't do this. It's more sure. about like, are you willing to play life or death for an obscene amount of money slash like your con- there's there's a, a thing in the game where everybody can leave. If everyone agrees, like if there's like a majority vote that we should stop playing, everyone gets to leave, but no one wins anything. So people are like, I could vote to leave and get out of this and survive, or I could just say, like, what am I living for? Like, if I go back mm. out there, I'm just like back drowning in one. debt. I'm drowning yeah. in debt and I have nothing to live for. So right. I might as well just try and win this. Right. Paints the picture of how many people are in a circumstance that they would actually make that decision huh. in real life. Whoa. So there's there's Heavy. more to it than that. But I mean, right. Sure, and, and the the way that the plot continues to develop and the like the little folds that you it's good it's mm. it's not just a shock value type show. I think Maddie oh. and I just finished episode six, so I think we got three left. I think there's nine in the first yeah. season. Yeah, you're gonna want to finish that. That's the only thing that's kind of drawn me in. I was really excited for What If, and I thought it kind of sucked on Disney Plus. Marvel's What If? Oh God, yeah, well, I'm not surprised. Yeah, uh, I, you need to watch them on amazon uh horror right yes yeah. is it a, yeah. is it because there's robots and then there's robots no robots in the woods let me put it this way it's scary because it's the first black family that moves into compton when compton oh. was an all-white neighborhood yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, you yeah. wonder to watch that you're confronted by the horror of like how racist people were sure mm-hmm. and that's like stomach turning but then surprise their house is haunted as well like, oh you've talked about it before yes yeah dude that it's sounds cool crazy yeah, robots yeah, in the woods robots in the woods yeah anyways Sean, what are you fired up about? Yes, sir. Dear Diary. (laughs) The season is over. (laughs) We put together an awesome 2021. I'm so proud of our tournament team and the things we've done this year. I'm ready to be done for a few months, but also ready to plan for next year, too. Want to thank all of the people that came out in 2021 to support our events. It means so much and doesn't happen without you guys. We had 11 events this year that we did, and I'm going to list them just to make Ryan cringe. Fraction Run Cup 3, The Dog Bowl, Old Oak Spring Warm-Up, Clay Track Classic 3, Tournament Director Team Challenge, Workforce Brewing Open 3, Clash Am Weekend, Clash Pro Weekend, Unstable Open 3, Shanahan Classic, and J-Town Championships. We also helped with Jesse Sands and Illinois States, Amy Laskowski's Feather Frenzy, Corey Simonich's The Funk 2, we did fl- two flex start C tiers and countless leagues. I am, uh, all joking aside, fired up about it coming to an end, but because I'm so proud of all the work that we did this year, it was a ton and it was it was great. We really put our hearts into 2021 and I'm fired up to look back on the accomplishment that was everything that we did. It was, it was phenomenal and- It can't it, be that year. It can't be like that every year, man. Yeah, I mean, it's like, look, it, it is the fuel that we need at this time as we are literally planning everything for next year. Not all of the small details, but mm-hmm. locking in all dates and small, small details. details. It's it's like a bittersweet thing, you know, it's sweet because all the work is done, but it's, you know, we're moving on and hopefully we're doing it again in, in a couple of mm-hmm. months. And We just mm-hmm. mentioned that we were looking through photos for some other reasons, but came 
across the Clash Am and Pro photos. And Sheila and I both agreed that like we didn't even remember half of the stuff that happened. Mm. And thank God Lauren was right. there, yeah. you know, capturing it all because I looked through it and she did separately, but we were both talking about how, coming back to what I was saying earlier, we're not going to realize what had happened until months later, if yep. not longer. Right. So I think in about February, we're going to be like, do you remember last year and mm-hmm. how crazy that was? And like, yeah. it, it will take that long to sink in. Yeah. Dude, the list yeah. is so crazy that you didn't even add the fact that you also did Chicago Disc Golf uh, Expo and live episode of the show which was like another big project i mean just we did what we did 15 episodes of the podcast and like all the things that go along with that and the planning of all that it's um that was more geared towards all the events that we do but yeah you're right like expo was something that was inside of the circle of people that we work with and obviously and it was huge and 2021 was a, a crazy crazy season and it's i like that now i'm i'm thinking of them in terms of the beginning and the end i think that that's a really cool way to think of the year. I never really did before when it came to events. It was just always like tournaments, you know, sure. they, they happened, you know, this year made me really reflect on it in a sense of like it being uh, linear and, and going, yeah, it started here and it ended here. And we have all these stories and photos, thank God of the whole thing. Yeah. And just stoked to look back at, at all the accomplishments. It was just an awesome year. This year could have just been, if clash was the only thing on your like agenda for the year, would still have been amazing, but it's like sure. yeah. there was, 15 other things right. with that. And I was waiting to talk about Lauren until we got to the episode where we, you know, had Lauren mm-hmm. on, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, thank God you've been there to document so many of those things. Like I was re-listening to that. Ep- I'm, I'm going to save it for later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh but yeah. Thank God for Lauren Lakeberg. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. TGFLL. TGFLL. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always an acronym with you guys. Yeah. I thought he would have done it. Yeah. I was surprised uh, he didn't. That was so very quick. Thank very you. quick. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go pretty quick. I'm fired up that uh, we're doing the finale and we get to take a little break. I love this episode. I love how we did it last year. So I'm fired up. We're doing that again, but also fired up that uh, Disc Golf Chicago's got our like online store has some stuff in it now. Mm. So uh, Disc Mania had uh, sent, a, they hooked us up with a bunch of discs per a little snafu with shipping and uh, they were just like hey sorry let us make it up to you and they they did way more than they needed to which thank you dana or dane avici Avici. if you go on discgolfchicago.com now and go to the store there's a bunch of disc golf chicago stamped discs in there um, which i hope everybody goes on there and buys and the other half of me hopes that no one does because i don't want to deal with all the shipping but (laughs) if you do i will ship it to you and i will feel good about it so go ahead and check that stuff out and that's cool um that goes along with our 5013C status. Like we are federally tax exempt now. So the nonprofit is like, it's finally all official and legitimate. So the nonprofit is like cooking and now we have a little revenue stream. So it's like, we'll see what we can achieve next year. There's mm-hmm. some very interesting projects in the works. So yeah, I'm fired up about what we can do in 2022. Cool. <laughs> Nick and Nikki are now in the room and yeah. scared the oh. bejesus out of me. Yeah. Look, we got like, more. I, uh, I was like, "There's moving feet in Ryan's laptop screen I'm shuffling like, over there." Do you oh my god, spooky! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's got those glasses on like Mad Men over uh-huh. there. And that is a wrap on Fired Up. So let's get into the old Callahelander rundown. Oh, you better know Callahelander Fall Edition, baby. By the time this airs, there will be three more weeks of Delwood After Dark. That happens Wednesdays at Delhi. Oh, the Groundhog Saw Shadow. Yeah. Yeah. So we got okay, three good. more. Yeah. Good. 
Uh, 6 p.m. sign up, 7 p.m. tee off, only 15 bucks. Get your butts out there. It's super fun. It's a glow round. And Dylan Cease joined us, not this past, but the week before. It was super fun. And it fills up. Fills up quick, so make sure you're getting there early. But uh, payouts for Am Division have been like 130 bones for first place. And Ace Pot got hit the week that Dylan was there for $684 by Chad Hines. That's no right. big deal. That was pretty sick. Damn. And then it got hit again, 240 bucks. Who hit it this past Wednesday? Clayton. Clayton Drake. Clayton, Clayton Drake, Drake, 240 bucks. It's another good Clayton. So coming out. By the time this airs, we'll have three more. Come out to Delwood after dark. Mm-hmm. Those lights, man, what are they, like 40,000 watts? Uh, they're pretty bright. The lights on the baskets, yeah. they, look, they look like an angel lives in them. It is, uh, you can get them on Amazon. They're like 20 bucks. It is an umbrella patio light. Got it. Super simple. Yeah. Got it. But yeah. they are super bright. Very yeah. effective. Yeah. Yeah. The ugly sweater too. Uh, we've landed on a date, I think, slated for December 11th and 12th. We haven't paid for sanctioning or anything. But or told me about it, but or go to, ahead. Well, you're going to be fine with it. That's only like, what, six or seven weeks away? They're all fun. It, they're ahead. all fun. So we'll be doing that. Look out for that. Ugly sweater too. It'll be at Trinity. It'll be a ton of fun. Going into 2022, Clash of the Canyons will be next July 22nd through 24th. <laughs> it will be. I'm yeah. sorry for laughing. It's an A tier. I'm only putting this on the Callahan because we literally found out today. It will be an A tier. It will not be. This is a little bittersweet on the Callahan rundown. Yeah. It will not be part so far of the Disc Golf Pro Tour as it was in 2021. Is there any explanation you can share about that? There is. Uh, it's a little long-winded. I'll try to keep it short. First of all, we had to let Jeff Spring know that we wanted to be considered for being a Silver Series event, right? So mm-hmm. we did that. Mm-hmm. We did our homework. Then we had to submit four dates for A-tier status, right? We did that. Through that, there were, we got the email from Andrew Sweeten today, 134, I think I'm remembering that right, 134 different tournaments were sent into the PDGA to become A-tiers, right? There's only how many weekends in a season, 52? 52 in a year. Think of it in a season, right? We oh, lose in a, January, in a, like February. Like, Illinois season, right? Illinois year. Yeah. So basically it whittled down to where events that had seniority over us got the date that we wanted. That would have also made sense on the, their route. On the most sense on the Disc Golf Pro Tour. So okay. the weekend that we wanted was August 5th through 7th. That's what we submitted. Uh-huh. I reached out to Jeff Spring and said, hey, man, I think this would really work really well. It's between D-Glow and Ledgestone. They're coming from Michigan, going down to Peoria. It's Perfect. the best spot for us. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so that was our targeted date. The second date that we had in mind was the one that we got because Mid-America Open is going to be the 5th through the 7th of August. So they got the seniority weekend over us. So talking with Jeff Spring, what happened was with the date that we got, which is not Jeff's decision, that's PDGA decided, right? So we get July 22nd through 24th. That happens to also be the same weekend as European Open. Years past, they have still had Silver Series events going on at the same time. They did not want to do that again. Yeah. I think it was more COVID related in the last two years. Sure. Because they canceled. Not knowing if anybody could go overseas. Right. But this year, it looks like it's on. Yeah. And they don't want to split their resources. Which makes total sense. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean, it's just kind of the way that it fell. It's unfortunate because we were really excited. You know, once Jeff reached out and said, hey, do you guys want to be a Silver Series again? And we were like, 
Uh, my call. Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. That that um, was that leads into the my next question, which was not every. You guys don't discuss every single thing that happens behind the scenes. Some of it is like doesn't mm-hmm. need to be right. for everybody. Right. But straight up, what is the percentage you feel of relief versus uh, like disappointment? <laughs> Funny you said that. Uh, we were just talking about it in the kitchen before we started recording. In those, yeah, in those terms, like percentage wise, yeah. yeah. Because right now, I know it's got to be some of both. Right yeah, now, I'm like sure. 60, 40 frustrated that we didn't, but 40% relieved, you know, like. There's plenty of silver lining, like. Yeah, I mean, it gives us the time to focus on all the local events that we do, which there are plenty of, as we were yeah. talking about and fired up. So, yeah, I, I mean, it, it is nine to 12 months worth of planning and work and stress and having that pit in your stomach of going, it's coming. That's what she said. It's coming. That's what she said. It's coming. That's what she said. We're going to pick it up. We, we don't, we like, you know, like all this nervousness yeah. Yeah, feeling yeah. constantly yeah. of stress. P- plus the refractory period of after, like even after it's done, it took you guys a while to get back to normal. What are you two shit talking over there? <laughs> what? No, no, Do I have something on my face? Oh, yeah, you said yeah, coming see. too many times. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's going to be, that's what she said every uh, time you say it's coming. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't even look. I should have looked at right at Jason when he started yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our brains were just connected yeah. for a moment. I didn't have to look over. I was like, yeah. Good God. I'm appreciative that you're like being straight up about, yes, there's some amount of it's relief, a, but like more than anything, you, yeah. you wish it was still happening. It's a matter of fact situation. You know, yeah, like that's what we, I was trying we, to say. Like, there's nothing that we can do. It's out of yeah. our hands. We did everything we could to try and get it. Yeah. There's still a real weird offhand chance that we could still get a silver series event, but I really doubt it. And sure. as the season progresses or as you know, the year progresses, I think our chances of accepting that even if something ha- would come up are going to be dwindling hmm, right. so, due to how much planning has to go into it. Sure. Yeah. And really when we say planning, it's fundraising, you know, and, and planning all of the things that become the fundraising to make 15 K come out of, Nothing. You know what's crazy? The volunteers, the people who are working all weekend, I bet even they're disappointed. The people who like had to bust their ass all weekend, yeah. I bet they're like, man, I was looking forward to like killing myself all weekend to, right. to be in Well, you know, now that we've had that little taste, it's yeah. like expected, right? Yeah. So I think that that's where the 60% of my disappointment comes from is like the letdown of Joe Moore finding out. Oh, you know, James Mike Apostolou and James Heath and yeah. Michelli and Tim yeah. Potter and all these, you know, Paula and Doc, you know, like I haven't even told Doc yet. Donovan, all those people. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's the whole squad. It's the community. It's mm-hmm. everybody that we do this stuff with and for that due to circumstances that we don't have any. And Nick, Nick and Nikki who help. Nick uh-huh. and Nikki who help us. Uh-huh. Sorry, Nick. Go back to Culver's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, the whole squad. It just sucks to to have that taste. And then, you know, w- when it all went down and we had this, you know, Dan Schlitter winning in a playoff finish, it was like immediately we were like, oh, next year, you know, man. Oh, my God. We got to uh, do this. Right yeah. away. I mean, we were exhausted for sure. But to be you know, fair, it's going to leave something. Everyone's going to like talk about. Yeah. how amazing it was. And like, is that ever going to come back? And it'll be right. like, it'll when it back. returns, it'll be so yeah. triumphant. Yeah. yeah. And I do feel good about the fact that Jeff Spring immediately got to us again and was like, do you want to be considered again? Yeah. You know, and that he didn't say it in so many words, but to me that says, hey, you guys killed it. Obviously, if you want to do it again, you can, yeah. but there's nothing right. we can do at this point. It's out of yeah. our hands. So I've sent all of the the Karen emails that I could send to all the people <laughs> that will, that will read caps. them. Tried not to. But it is, you know, because of the way that it is decided, I will say that my feelings toward the situation are that maybe things need to be scheduled a little bit differently or figured out a little bit differently. You know, seniority is 
I mean, in the case of this year, it seems Mid-America got the slot and that's just the way that it it fell. When I didn't know that it wasn't another DGPT event that was getting that weekend, I'm assuming that it's just some other A tier that's getting the event and not us. So immediately, because I kind of knew before I should have known, I was sending emails to state coordinator Mike Rupika and Mm -hmm. sending emails to Andrew Sweeten at PDGA and kind of going, hey, can I at least find out why I'm being Michael? Like, this doesn't make too much (laughs) sense to me because shouldn't the Disc Golf Pro Tour and the Elite Series and the Silver Series events have precedent over every event, regardless of how long it's been going on? So when you don't know all of the details, your mind's racing and going, okay, well, am I getting boned because some rando's doing an A tier in Iowa? Well, no, it turns out that it's more complicated. It's not that I wasn't or that I didn't know that it could be that case. But when you don't know the details, you that's, know, that's 24 fr- hours seems like two weeks. That's where your frustration can really get right. away from you if you don't like, right. you know. Exactly. And again, it's because I have this weight on my shoulders of letting down the entire Chicagoland disc golf scene. Not sure. me. It's not about me. It's it's letting the community know. It's about hey, James Heath. Hey, Sorry, guys. Yeah. Disc Golf Pro Tour is not coming this year. It's like telling the kids Santa's not coming. What do you want? Like, yeah. That that falls onto our laps, and it, it's a frustrating thing. It's all right. Santa's going to come extra big yeah. in two years. Yeah, right. Yeah. So That's what she said. It's, uh, what yeah. Mrs. Claus said. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know why Santa only comes once a year. Or you know why it's, damn it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. Yeah, Who the I hell the says joke. the punchline first? No. Oh, yeah, wow. Jackass. That was too late. a proud moment. I better just. Too late. Cut Brought it. to you by DiscGolfScene.com. <laughs> Come on, Pete. Come on, Pete. Come so yeah, that on, was uh, that was our Callahallander rundown wrapped up in some uh, some beef. But uh, yeah, 2022 is still looking bright. We've got tons of things going on, and we've got things that we will likely do that uh, we haven't done yet that we still need to plan for. But mm-hmm. I can assure you that the Callahallander in 2022 will be. Just as awesome. Yep. Thick. T-H-I-C-C. You better know that. That's yeah. not a word. Thick boy nation. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Not a word. Uh, that's uh, more than we bargained for. That was a great Callahan rundown. Thanks for all the background yeah, information on that story. I can't wait to see how it unfolds. Whether you guys do get it or don't get it this year, I just believe you know the following year, like the Delwood presence and you know online and in person, like everything you guys are doing is getting steadily so much bigger mm-hmm. that it's it's got to come back sooner or later. Right. We'll keep One our eyes peeled for hope. that. All right, that takes us into the local route. Did I get that right? You but could, you didn't say it right. You can do it again. Yeah. But yeah, that's right. Why you got to say it wrong. Because you said it like, that will take us into the yeah. local route. Oh, so All right, here we go. Go ahead. Yeah. Do it. All right, that is a, a wrap on a very cool Cal Hellander rundown. Thank you, Sean. And that... Means it's time for the local route. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> Let's get into the old local route, Ryan. <laughs> nope. No. Okay, Ryan doesn't have one. Next. Yeah. It's uh, appropriate for the season finale. Uh-huh. Right. We've all been waiting for this all night. Yep. Jason, do you have a local route tonight? I'm going to pull a Ryan tonight. Hey. I-, I don't have one. Yeah. Looks like the community needs to step it up. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Sean, do you have a local route? For the first time ever, I don't. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right. Um I'll I'll shout out uh the two guys who've really been at the the helm of Disc Golf Chicago with me. Uh 
Eric Savoie and Kevin Derrick, those guys have uh, taken on so much responsibility, and there's no way we could have done anything without those two. And, of course, it's everybody in the picture, but those two guys in particular. Yeah, like, while everybody else has kind of cooled off a little bit, they're still going to these meetings with the Forest Preserve. They're still writing you know, and maintaining relationships with our partners or they're, they're like still on it. You know, we're, we're getting ready to get together and plan our, like do the, you know, when you make a, when you have a nonprofit, you have to have like bylaws and, you know, official stuff that's doesn't just happen. So and those, who do you, who do you report all of this stuff to? See, I don't know because Eric does all this. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Eric has done everything to make us a nonprofit. And I've just been like, that's yeah, I'll sign that. That's, that seems smart. You seem like you got it. Like, I really don't know. Does the governor just show up and say, hey, what are your bylaws? No, like, I, think I, we, I think we have how? to submit it. Also, what are bylaws? It's like what spells out how people become board members, how you're going to like generate revenue, taxes. I don't know. There's It's so- just fail safes to make sure that you are actually who you yeah, say you are. Yeah, it's to make sure we're not taking really advantage really. of like tax loopholes and stuff, yeah. which don't get me wrong. We're going to do everything by the book, but the NFL is a nonprofit and they're exploiting the shit out of all the loopholes. So sure, yeah. I, hopefully we can. Yeah. ethically exploit some. Oh, Sheila has just chimed in that Kevin Derrick <laughs> has funny money in the Delwood shop. So Kevin, he knows. Good job, though. He come had two of them. get it. He had two of them. Kevin. Kevin. Kev. Kevin. Papa he Kev. does know. We talked. Get it together, bud. <laughs> All right, that's enough for a local route. Let's let's uh, move that's it along. Enough? That was hardly any local route. <laughs> that's fine. We spent that's a lot of time on other stuff. That's, that's all that's we got. fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so now it's time for... Uh, Saying things about our sponsors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason? Yeah. Would you like me to talk about Unstable Disc Golf? Well, yeah, let's talk bit? about the brand that makes this podcast happen. What would you like to know? Let's have a conversation about that. <laughs> All right, let's Go let's ahead. talk. Let's talk about Unstable Disc Golf. Let's here. pretend Ryan's not even in the room. Okay. Okay? So this yep. is just you and me, Alex. Sure. If you want to play good. Uh, Michael. Good. <laughs> and... Smell good. Yep. Where do you? Where would you go? And what kind of a uh, tire would you wear in order to make that happen? Tire, um, a tire, a tire. Excuse yeah. me. You're not in the room. I think Excuse me. first thing is you got to have a dry fit, which Liz can vouch for. That uh-huh. Doesn't happen in our house unless I'm wearing a dry fit. Uh-huh. And 99 percent of the time, I'm going for a, an unstable disc golf gear dry fit. You know, t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a, it's like if it's like an anniversary, then I'll put a dry fit polo on. Fantastic. You know? And wh- where would you pick those up? At the Delwood Disc Golf Shop, obviously, or on unstablediscgolfgear.com. Perfect. And that's all the information the listeners need sure. to know how wonderful Unstable Disc Golf Gear is. I don't know if I feel great about the leadership behind the brand, but the products and right. all the work that oh, they the do guys is fantastic. Moron yeah. at the end of the day, but yeah. the oh, it's product. All good stuff. <laughs> I don't know how the I don't know how this good shit comes out, but um it happens. <laughs> Hey guys, what were you just talking about? <laughs> what the, the hell are you doing to here? The creaking door. How long were you here? <laughs> How much did you hear? <laughs> Alex said you were Michael? a moron. Oh, I'll hear it in the edits. <laughs> Unstable disc golf gear. Hear good. Feel good. See good. See good. S E A. Not that you yes, need to say S-E-A. it because everybody S-E-A. already knows that is the slogan. Right. Perfect. Okay, so let's also uh, say thank you for the last time this season to. Our favorite mortgage broker, AO, the mortgage broker. AO just made Sheila almost spill her drink. Uh, I get Sheila do a spit take. 
AO the I Mortgage Pro, he's been the sponsor of this whole season. He is our favorite disc golfing mortgage broker, and he is he's there to help you with all your questions about buying your first home or refinancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a very down-to-earth guy. He cares a lot about this community, mm-hmm. and you can hit him up for any just questions. Just get your advice. Get yeah. yourself on the road to building wealth. You don't need to rent your whole life. He's posting you- up some really dope selfies, too. He's looking real good. He's looking good, and he's got uh, he's got a lady friend that uh, has just become part of the picture in the last, like, this year. Uh, so that guy is just killing it on really? all fronts. Good he for wasn't him. scooped up prior to right. the lady friend? Well. Surprising. Yeah. If only women care as much about mortgage knowledge <laughs> as they should. Yeah, he would have been snapped up ages ago. Right, right. But uh, yeah, Andy O'Day, the Mortgage Pro, AO, the Mortgage Pro. Look him up on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, MySpace, Friendster. Friendster. Not Tinder because he's taken. He's not on Tinder right. anymore. No, no. Grinder? No. Oh, uh, no, I doubt he's on Grinder. No, he's not. Yeah, look him up, guys. He will take care of you. He's helped a lot of members in this community Reddit. already, and he right. loves to do it. And also, if you mention Unstable Discourse when you reach out to him, he will hook you up with a free travel basket when you close. Yeah. Wow. So look him up and thank well, you to AO the Mortgage Pro. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Okay. It's time now for the bangers and mash, the peanut butter and jelly, the Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, that's a brand, brand new one. That's, that's on theme. Yeah. Uh, by the way, before we start that, in case you can, I don't know if you'll be able to hear this as a listener, but there's a little rain outside. So we're hearing a little pitter patter on the roof, which is kind of a nice ambiance. But in case you hear any weird sound in the background that sounds maybe like popcorn or something, that's that's what's going on. It's not Nick. Yeah, it, it might is. be also Nick Leonard. Yeah. He's here, pitter pattering. Yeah. If you hear popcorn in the background, you might be Nick Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> you might be a red. Uh, okay, yeah, but let's get into uh, the, the main thing here. Uh, Jason, do you want to take us away? I do. We're going to do it just like we did last season. Yes. Well, I'm going to give you guys the recap, but this time... I get to chime in because last last season there was episodes that I wasn't part of, so I was just that's true. Handing it off to you guys, only a I few, was only a few. Part of every single episode that, that you well, know, you of. were there. I was there that you yes, know of. I yeah. was in the yeah. room. We actually have thirty episodes. He still show. he still thinks he's been on every <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, all this time, the whole 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 time. You would the whole time. So I will uh, give you the recap. Uh, I will give you the date the episode went up. Yep. I like that. And uh, then we'll have three minutes to discuss it and then move on to the next episode. It's All like right. a little Wikipedia page for uh-huh. each episode. Uh-huh. Okay. I and like and the, the there's no real rules other than Jason's going to cut you off at three minutes no yeah. matter where you are. Well, he's right. not you. Cut you, you off. You off. Yeah. Yeah. So cut if we remember Alex correctly, off. it was Alex that kept Every single time. getting cut well, off last season. Why don't we all chip in so it's not always me? Oh! Yeah, yep. All right. Got I'm him. already cut him off. Michael, Michael. And then as the moderator, <laughs> I'm allowed to talk in between episodes. That's yes. we're gonna still follow through with Fine. that. Correct. Is well, that you'll Fine. you'll point out the things that we missed, the important parts. Correct. Yeah. All right, let's get right this into it. We started I know it's weird that we started here, but we started with season two, episode one. The episode is called Who's Your Caddy with Ryan Miller. Oh yeah. The guys are joined by disc golf and YouTube personality Caddy Disc Golf, aka Ryan Miller. They discuss what it takes to be a disc golf influencer in twenty twenty one and what it means to be a Discmania ambassador. They also dive into the rapid growth of disc golf, how disc golf relates to skateboarding, not being mm. able to spectate thanks to COVID, and what kinds of picks are on Jason's OnlyFans page. Discuss. Wow. That, why does that feel like 
five years ago. It was definitely it was. at first least of all, five first of years all. ago. It was five years ago. The first thing that I remember is Swedish Day. Swedish Cheddar Fruitation. Yes. He yeah. was <laughs> trying to talk about Swedish Day, but he right. called it Swedish Day. Yeah. And then Jason. Fruitation. Fruitation. Yeah. Fruitation. 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 Came to Fruitation. Yes. I hate that that's yeah. what we remember because he was embarrassed about it, but it was ve- he oh, took he it was stride. a good sport. Yeah. He took oh, yeah. it in stride. He was, he was very, very funny. Yeah. I also remember him talking about, I asked him what he was most proud of, of all the things he's done. And he said the community, the community that has of been course. built around yeah. Caddy Disc Golf. So it wasn't all a, a goof off. There was some good stuff that came out of that. It was. Episode. He was really he was one of my favorite guests. He was very yeah. personable. He was uh talkative. He had good info. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. He was also one of the first guests that we had where we really didn't know him, know him. Like I yeah. knew him. Right. I had met him. He knew had come his, to the shop. Uh, persona. Yeah. We didn't I'd never really sat down at length with him. So that was really cool to do. And uh I, I loved the takeaway that, that we had with him. It led to uh, him joining our fantasy football league. So now he's Ooh. in there. Uh, yeah, he's in he's in the Disc Golf Chicago Fantasy Football League. And I'm sorry to tell people this, but I think he's either in last place or second to last place. Oh, But he clearly knows a lot about football. He's just getting a lot of bad breaks. Yeah, that's what happens. I'm pretty sure that is part of the discussion is we, we talk a little bit about how he's into how much he's into football. Oh yeah. yeah, he's very yeah. knowledgeable. Uh, but yeah, he was—he's uh, a Dismania ambassador, and we talked a lot Indeed. about how uh, you know he was doing the reviews, and uh, you know even as an amateur player who's not tearing up the scores or anything, but people are still coming to him for advice on form and things yeah. because he's, totally relatable, mm-hmm. right? Well, yep. and I've seen him post, and he's progressing right really well, and I think his latest couple of posts were some uh, tournaments where his rating was at least for the tournaments, was higher than he's ever seen. And so he's doing a great job keeping it up. So Amazing guest. He's he, also continued to grow his hair out. I believe it's now in, in a ponytail. I think yeah. he... Did he cut did it Did he cut it? He might have. I saw him in a suit, but I didn't see the back of his head. He posted so. a, a photo either today or yesterday of him and his wife, and they were looking... Extra yeah, fancy. They're looking, extra, yeah. extra fancy. He is yeah. our furthest traveling guest, furthest traveled guest. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes, he was. Drove at least two or two and a half hours to get to, just to do the show, just to hang out with us. Right. Crazy. And we he, were still, we were still recording uh, at the shop. We recorded yes, that right. there. That was yeah. still yeah. at the shop. We hadn't made yeah. any changes on locale yet. Very cool guy. Very sweet guy. You guys have five seconds. So glad that we had him on the show. He's so cool. Go follow Caddy Disc Golf. All right. And that's the end of three minutes. I didn't say this at the top, and I literally said I was going to. That episode went up February 25th, which is uh, very ironic. Well, that's that's why we were talking about Sweetest Day, because we recorded just after Valentine's Day. Right. Huh. And that is literally to the day, the same day that episode one, season one of Unstable. Oh, yeah. It was year well. to the day. That was right. It was a yeah. year to the day. It was Because that's our dad. The only reason I know is because that's our dad's birthday. Oh, February 25th. Yeah. And February 25th. It was literally Do we really begin recording that soon? February yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Unstable conversation. We're going to move on to season two, episode two. It went up March 11th. It is titled Work Hard, Play Hard with Brandon mm. Wright. 311 day. In their first on location recording, the guys meet up with Brandon Wright, owner of Workforce Brewing for the lowdown on what it's like to be an old school disc golf dealer slash trader slash barterer. Uh, barterer, not bartender. Barterer is what that word barterer. is. Barterer. They also discuss the stress of owning a small business. How many cases of beer you can hide in a Chevy Suburban. Mm. And why Brandon and Jason were likely separated at birth. Your three minutes starts now. Jason Comeso. Jason Comeso. I'm Brando Commando, bitch. (laughs) That's right. 
uh, that story where he was getting into uh, was it Bonnaroo? He was getting uh, into that some sounds festival. Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. And, just gave uh, the, nod, the, yeah. the whole yeah. shakedown story is so great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You need to go listen to that episode yeah. if you Give haven't. Give me all the money before. in your wallet. And you only had ten bucks. Ten yeah, bucks. Ten bucks. Yep. Get the hell through here. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> uh, great. Got I, to sell his beer. There's a lot of funny moments on that episode. Obviously, it's important that was our first time going away from the shop. Like, Literally. Yeah. It was. And I think we all loved that. Yeah. Uh, it but, made me feel very official. It oh, made, and like that was the first episode that yeah. Lauren yeah. Yeah. Lauren was yeah. there and was Ryan. There. We, and so we Ryan had like was there. media yep. professionals yep. on site with us capturing what we were doing. Yeah. I think we started to get into some like, not heavy is not the right word, but we started getting into some really meaningful conversation talking about supporting small businesses and what that what that means versus mm-hmm. supporting mm-hmm. Amazon or whatever. Um, I love that conversation. Yes. Yeah. And Indeed. that continues to this day. I just dropped more sweatshirts off at their place two days ago. Ah, uh, I saw them. They're doing well. Just reinforces what he had been saying on yes. the podcast. Brando's one of those guys that has always made me feel really good about what I'm doing in the sense of like, I've been able to witness for many years what he's doing. And I see, I don't know how to say this without making him seem like he doesn't know what he's doing. He absolutely knows what he's doing in the sense that he doesn't take it too serious. Mm-hmm. And he is a guy with a personality and he mm-hmm. brings that into work every single day. Brando's House of Awesomeness. Yeah, yeah yes. and I get you you deal with a person, mm-hmm. not a, a label or a logo or a corporation. Yep. And I absolutely adore that about yeah. him and Workforce Brewing and yeah. going in there and dealing with them is just uh, uh, like solidifies that yeah. that's how you do things correctly. I was just talking with him about what you said reminded me of him. He just rolls with the punches. Right. And he had some punches to roll through. Yeah. Getting that he, and he going. continues to like everyone yeah. does with supply chain stuff. He can't get new kegs. Cans are hard to get. Bottles. Everything that he needs is is tough right now to get. He's just like, yeah, whatever. We're just rolling through it. They just make it work. And I couldn't leave without a four pack and a disc that he got from Dana. They had got custom stamp discs oh, hell yeah. over there, um, but he wouldn't let me leave without taking one. It was really cool. So he, they're doing great. What'd you get? What was it? No, it was uh, an active line putter. I don't remember what it was. I'm sure I'm about to get cut off, but I will say that. That's son of a bitch. It's always Alex. It's always Alex. <sighs> yep. Man. God, I love. He had one of my favorite local route shout outs ever. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Obey the rules. <laughs> Judge Jason. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Just tease, little teaser. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's fine. Uh, and one of my favorite things about that episode was when we were working through the possibilities of the titles. I think one of the options we were going to go with was more like jerk force brewing. And I still think that's a pretty good title. Yeah. Workforce. Yeah. More like jerk more like more jerk. Like jerk force brewing. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's move on to season two, episode three. We put this up March 25th. The title, You Down With 933. Uh. Yeah, you know me. Recorded on site in the boardroom at 933, the upstairs bar room at Ember's Tap House, located in Lockport, Illinois. Jason takes control of this episode and tests the guy's knowledge with some disc golf trivia. What a we mistake. also find out Jason and Sean's shared love of oatmeal raisin cookies, alternative uses for shaving cream, <laughs> and what Hagrid's real name is. Hagrid. Discuss. That this was, was the, the vodka shots. Yeah. Right? The vodka shots episode. I regretted that. Ryan was drunk very early on. Uh, very early I on. You had that. to take yeah. the first three, if not four shots. Yeah. If, yeah. I, I had so many that by the end, I could tell just by the viscosity of the liquid, which one was vodka and which was water. Uh, 1941. Yeah. 
Viscosity. So that's Viscosity. the first time I learned that when Sean gets drunk, he turns 19, into an old-timey baseball announcer. The radio show personality. Baseball announcer. That's good stuff. Behind the scenes stuff. We were going through stuff as a show. Like mm-hmm. We had some big conversations internally. We weren't quite sure what was going to happen on that episode. And right. I feel like Jason was our hero. And he was like, guys, I know we don't know what we, what's going to happen on the next episode, but... I just want you guys to trust me. I've got a plan. I want to say the group chat was literally that. You guys were like, are we going to do this? We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And I said, no, yeah. guys, we're going to do this. And you were yeah. like, are you sure? And I said, just buckle up. I got it from here. Yeah. I think you said yeah, that exact phrase. Yeah. You yeah. said, buckle up. I got this. And I was like, yeah. all right. I trust yeah. them. Yeah. And just so listeners know, we didn't know when we got there what we were going to be doing. Not at all. We were we just didn't like, know what the room was going to be like right. or anything. That, yeah. that was yeah. our first time recording at 933. Yeah. 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 Right. So, okay. That was our first time going to a new location. Uh-huh. We didn't know what we were going to do. We were just putty in Jason's hands. Mm. He turned out what is, I think, my favorite episode of the season. Yeah. There was several occasions where people would come to the shop when I was working to let me know, like, are you doing another vodka shot episode? <laughs> like, that was the one that I've heard multiple times. Like, people really. It's really unlike anything it. else, yeah. any other episode we've done. And yeah, in a really fun, fun yeah. great way. Well, maybe the third episode of season three needs to be vodka shots. Vodka shots. That's fine. It, nothing Absolutely. definitely needs to be vodka <laughs> shots. <laughs> For the fans, Ryan. For the people. For the fans. Ugh. Uh, well, I remember I, uh, you saying, Sheila, come pick us up. You just said oh, it yeah. into the microphone. No, was, Sheila, yeah. we were drunk. Come pick us up. Yeah. Sheila, that was fun. I really I really liked what, what 933 became and in, in us going over there and, yeah. and doing the episodes mm-hmm. there. That was a lot of fun. And that was us walking in and seeing that room for the first time. I remember right. that. I remember the look on your face and just being yeah. like, holy shit, this is cool. Yeah. Yes. And it kind of pushed everything into gear for us going into the rest of the season. That was a ton of fun. Yeah, it was another like, I felt like we made it moment yeah every time we we reach those it's always i get that little giddy butterfly feeling that i'm like oh this is exciting yeah we've reached another threshold and yeah they were back to back because we i felt that way when we went to to workforce and then the next episode was like oh snap again uh-huh. yep. like another little checkpoint how much time we got left Hey. Oh God! Why didn't you have just one more? I know. Because I want to cut you off so bad. I don't want you started talking and I pointed I don't want to at it. Like, fun every single yeah, it's gonna it's happen. <laughs> We're gonna move on to episode four. Episode four went up uh, April eighth. It is titled "The Sands of Time," aka "Insanes in the Membrane" with Jesse Signs. 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 He pronounces it signs. Signs, yeah. Really? Yeah, totally. Yeah, he said he talked about episode. it. We, yeah. Signs. Signs. We talked yes. about it. We definitely talked about it. That's wrong. The guys are back. In, <laughs> you're right. The guy whose last name it is pronounced it wrong. The guys are back in the boardroom at 933 with the living J-Town legend himself, special guest Jesse Signs. After last episode's debauchery, they get down to business as usual, getting to the heart of the J-Town Doubles League and what it takes to get featured on a Photoshop Friday. They also celebrate four years of DDG, while Jason does a deep mm. dive into some ancestral Irish recipes. Oh, yes! Discuss! Oh, God. Too far, Too tea. far, Too tea. far, tea. Yes. That is one of the best moments of the season. Us Indeed. all telling, Jason telling the story, and he sets it up like it's so serious. That whole sequence will lead us to never trust him with Correct. any right. story it's happened a couple times ever again. Yeah, since. And we've well, been like, okay, where's the punchline? Here yeah, what's, yeah, it's coming. We we accused him of 
bullshitting us like 15 times while know. he was telling the story. And he pushed yeah. through. And he man. just kept, just kept saying, I'm serious. I'm serious, guys. <laughs> and I'm then serious. he gets to the punchline, and we all lost it, even though we knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. In my mind, there was like five episodes in between the first time we were at 933 and when Jesse was there. I right. did not realize... Like second looking one. back, and everything gets so fuzzy. There. I yeah. didn't realize it was the second time there. Right. That's great. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the most important thing that happened on that episode when you got presented the Gary Lewis Award. Oh man! When Jesse completely surprised us with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I didn't expect it. I still to this day have not given a speech in front of people, which is perfect. Right. Uh, but <laughs> you had you to like express it. gratitude. I you did. know, And yeah, I was felt, grateful. It felt perfect for you. Yeah, because you hate the attention, sure, and you got it like in the comfort of this little private room with just yeah. you know, it was great. Jesse got a little emotional with like, yeah. so there was the Gary. Was there another story about him talking about? There was something that happened on that episode where I remember being like, "Wow!" Like I've never seen this side of Jesse. Signs. I, I remember Signs. him talking about how his doubles league meant a lot to him because he knew of all the the young guys who were like going through shit, like going yes. through like. Like figuring out mental health That's things what it was. and like yeah. figuring out like yeah, yeah. how important it is for these guys to just have this thing to come to. And it's not just, hey, let's get together. And I play remember disc what golf, it was. Like, it was when Jesse's dad passed away and Gary showed up to like make sure that he was okay. And there was like that bond that was created. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Am I remembering yeah. that correctly? Yeah, I don't there were a fuck lot of up. hard hitting moments yeah. in yeah. that that we didn't expect. We didn't see those coming. Right. No, uh, no, those are great. Yeah, those are really good. Such an awesome episode. Uh, I also remember the um, intro that you did, the the Sands of Time. Oh, yeah. Like Sands <sighs> Through the Hourglass. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You've really yeah. fucked up, Jay. I mean the intros. That man. might have been the last one. There I wasn't. Did. No, there no, was there was still more? two one or two more after yeah, that. Okay. Because I, we're about to get to one, you know, we'll get to it in a second. Okay. No, yeah. no. Oh, Tuan is taking oh, over. I did not Photoshop know Friday? that. Wow, he's real that's a big Whoa. Jesse's retiring pass. Photoshop Friday. Does wow. Tuan know how to work a computer? No, he's being taught. Oh, wow. passing that's the a torch. Big deal. Got yeah, it. That is a big deal. That is a huge That's okay. It was a huge deal. undertaking to do that. Photoshop Friday, that's takes a lot of time. Three minutes. And that is three minutes. Here's how we're going to do this next one because there's somebody here tonight that needs to get on the mic Ooh. to chime in on what takes place in the next episode. I'm looking at you, LL. Liz Did Levin. call you LL? Yeah? All right, good. Because <laughs> Lauren Lakeberg is here tonight, yeah. and the next episode is season two, episode five. It went up April 22nd. And it is titled, Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. The guys have found their new home, recording their third week in the boardroom at 933 above Ember's Tap House in Lockport. They're joined by the adorable, locally and nationally renowned photographer, Lauren Lakeberg. They get into what it takes to align the stars and get those perfect disc golf photos. Alex gets repeatedly mutilated by a train (laughs) while recording (laughs) sheila callahan sits in the peanut gallery and jason tells us how excited he is to be the newest delwood disc golf employee discuss there's so much on this one when you sang look at his photograph it was okay we all did a part when i went back and edited the episode and i put the song behind it i didn't tune anybody we were all (laughs) Perfectly pitched without hearing the song at all. Yeah. I, I did it and immediately went to my wife and was like, You're never going to believe this. And I played it with for her like two times, to which she responded, Oh, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. But <laughs> you're never going to believe this. Yeah. 
I had to show somebody because I couldn't believe it. The odds of us being perfectly on key to a song that we had not heard, astronomical. I don't remember singing different parts. I don't think you, you were the only, oh uh, yeah, you did sing a, a small part, but and you didn't the know the, on what the hell is on Joey's head part. Yeah. That was very funny. What the hell is uh, on Joey's head? That yeah. episode was so freaking special. Yeah. Um, and listeners confirmed it. Like we heard from so many people how impactful that episode was. And I remember you had a couple lines on that episode that stuck with me in my personal life and in my disc golf life since then. Uh, One of them was, you might not think you matter, but you matter. Like you said that, and you were talking about how like the disc golf culture and the history is being formed every day. And by everybody coming to these events and just playing, you Mm -hmm. are like, you're making an impact and like, you might not know it, but you are. Right. And I remember we had to like take a break and be like, yeah, sure. Uh, let's collect our, our thoughts. That was, yeah. that was a moment. I was glad that we were able to uh, get the version of Lauren that I have experienced many times personally with talking about things, just like you're saying, like after events and Lauren has this way of getting very emotional and like reminding you that like, that things are very, very special. And yeah. Uh, I will never forget that episode. It was great. I will never forget the I've I use this all the time is to like follow your own North Star that has in so many moments where I've been not quite sure what I should do or how I should navigate a situation. And I just go, if I follow my North Star, everything's going to be fine. And that's given me so much peace of mind and steered me through some situations this year. I mean, I'm grateful to you for for doing that with us. Thanks, guys. Do you have a special uh, moment? Yeah, what do you remember about the episode? episode? With 11 seconds left. No, on the just clock. let her go. Oh my long. God. Let her go 11 long. seconds. No <laughs> 11 way. Seconds. I mean, it was such a blur. It was just so memorable. Just going on the show is, I think, is, it's hard for anyone as a first time guest, but it, we're going to give her a couple yeah. seconds. Yes. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun just going on. And I probably listened to the episode more than anyone did honestly (laughs) just because it's so hard to hear your own voice on radio afterwards and it's just something that i need to get better with is speaking to the public and things like that but i definitely enjoyed it and just laying things out there i think that not enough people realize how much they can do in a day and how much the little things matter so much wisdom also you set up some future things that happen on the show you set up the title of the paul mcbeth episode We'll get there. But yeah, that that episode had like multiple impacts on the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. Thanks, LL. Thank you. Lauren ladies You're gentlemen. the best, Lauren. Back on the mic. Ooh, uh, can you chime in? I know you're the only one who has the power to chime in now at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, me too. What about like? the train. That just came to me in the moment. I heard the train coming. It was getting louder and louder. And I just, I knew. Alex. One of my favorite. <laughs> Look out. Unfortunately for you, Alex, one of my favorite things to do is to interrupt you when you're talking. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, when I saw the opportunity was <laughs> headed literally down the tracks, I, c- I couldn't pass it up. Uh, also, shout out to Lauren and everybody else in the room who just jumped on board jumped with right you. Jumped right in. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody acted like this tragedy just happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I said, why yeah. is there so much blood? No, no, no. Why is there so much shouldn't blood? Shouldn't there be more blood? Shouldn't, oh, shouldn't, more there, blood? Be, shouldn't there be more blood? Well, you said yeah. blood like you'd never <laughs> blood. Shouldn't you? <laughs> Should there be more blood? I think I'd had a couple drinks. Blood? Always cocktails in 933. All right, we're going to move on to season two, episode six. We put this up May 13th. It is titled Hey Ladies 2, Dicks and Stuff, (laughs) The Other Nora, with Nora Balati. 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 In a sequel 
to the season one episode, the guys bring in Nora Bellati of Dixon Disc Golf. Bellati. Bellati. To uh, discuss how women's disc golf has evolved in the last year. An official gallery was formed while this episode was recorded. Featuring former Hey Lady, Amy Laskowski, Sheila, Lauren, Aaron Havoc, and my daughter was there, Maddie <gasps> Callahan. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's yep. right. Maddie was there. The guys tried to keep up with Nora as they discuss plenty of Dixon things uh, while munching on some phenomenal baked goods from friend of the show, <gasps> Rachel Braban. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, Cookies. Jason discusses his menage a trois invites and gets berated for not getting his daughter her well-deserved driver's permit. Discuss. Does she have her permit? She still Jason? does not. Next oh. topic. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I feel like a weird, weirdly conflicted about that episode. Not not like seriously, but as a let's do a, a empowering women episode, should we have called it Dixon stuff or should, <laughs> should we have done something else there? Ah, uh, She rolled with it. Oh, she yeah. She loved it. And just for listeners, if you haven't listened, just so you know, uh, Nora's from a town called Dixon, Illinois. So. Correct. Yes, it's, that is the reason it plays. Right, but we made many, many dicks in jokes on that whole Dixon yes, holes. As as well did she. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fair so, enough. Yeah, if you're from a town named Dixon, you just make the jokes. You have I, to make I love yeah. that you also edited in the dings every time somebody made a Dixon oh, joke. Right. Yeah, that was, was you were like that counting good. them. Good job. Uh-huh. Yep. We learned about how uh, Nora has killed a deer with a disc. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes, she absolutely mutilated the deer. Yeah, totally out it of severed malice. its head, right? Yep, yeah, right off. Yeah. Right off? Yeah. Like clean off? It was actually two deer. Sheared it? Yeah. It was went through the first deer, hit the second deer, both dead. Wow. wow. That's incredible. What yeah. an arm. Uh, the conversation about what they have achieved as, you know, as Dixon Disc Golf, that was, you know, unexpected to me. I didn't realize how much of that conversation was going to be about what they've been doing as a, you know, yeah. as an entity mm-hmm. and i was really inspired which by which they that. have continued to do yeah they're still doing still lots of yeah, stuff still improving yep. yeah they're uh, doing setting up in the town square on on nights over the summer and like raising you know veterans for vets yep. they have just done so much proactive really great stuff in their small town it sounds like you know the whole town is like appreciative for what the work the blood sweat and tears they've been pouring into it yeah mm-hmm. every photo i see of the group it seems like there's more people out there contributing mm-hmm. and Good. getting involved and coming out to their leagues so yep. and it was cool to have all the ladies there yeah, that for was the, the ladies' episode, we were the room was like filled with ladies. Yeah, we had yeah. a tiny audience that time, and it was great. Uh, and then shout out to Nora for coming back on uh, episode ten. She helped like corral people and like check people in and like decorate and like she was like r- the front end operation of the whole live show. Yeah, yeah. her that and was Brent. Great. Yep, they both. And we learned about uh, her uh, mural painting and stuff. That oh yeah, Nora cool. Kate yep. paints. Yep. If yep. you haven't looked that up. Check it out at North Cape awesome. Paints. Yep. Yeah. Some of the most uh, amazing murals. Uh-huh. Oh. And that's all the time. All right. We're going to move on. We are now to the halfway point. Season two, episode seven, titled, uh, I'm sorry, went up May 27th, and is titled To the Window to the Fin Wall. With <laughs> oh, yeah. fin wall. The guys are yet again holed up in the boardroom at Ember's Tap House in Lockport, Illinois. This time, they bring in local disc golfer and first year touring pro, Zach Finwall. They get into the trials and tribulations of Zach's rookie touring season and what it takes to survive, as discussing his reputation as an ambassador of the sport in the area. Jason and Sean reveal a curse that plagues their family. <laughs> Ironic. We break a few eggs, learning how to make the perfect whiskey sour. Oh. And Alex voices his struggles with mowing 25 square feet of lawn. <laughs> Discuss. 
<laughs> Since then, every time I've mowed my lawn, I've thought about you and cursed you. You mm-hmm. should. Like, I, I only have like I've thought about that quite point three of a third of an acre essentially, uh-huh. and I'm still like I get halfway through and I'm like, man, Alex. Yeah. You know that's fair. Uh, my lawn right now is too long and i keep every day i actually want to cut it but it's been so wet lately that yeah I'm like, i bet yeah and i'm like it's a good excuse. oh man perfect and liz excuse. is like did you cut the grass today i'm like i was gonna but then it, it rained <laughs> <laughs> thank you rain yeah. oh darn it yeah uh, uh okay let's talk about the actual episode yeah, yeah. um finny boy it was good to hear his story it was hole in one first round the first time he ever played he got a hole in one Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hole, yeah old hole 23 at West with like a DX destroyer, if memory serves. Yeah, he said, I think he threw it on a giant S and yeah, a sidearm. Like, yeah. yeah. I just remember that being such an easy episode. Like, it was just hanging out with him. Like, yeah, yeah, he's great really to talk was. to. Yeah. His continuation through being a touring pro or semi-touring pro up until even last weekend, he's just, he's killing it. He's now sponsored by Upper Park yes, Bags, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is huge. He won Illinois oh, yeah. States. He won Illinois States. He just States. beat Lefty at J-Town Championships. He just, yeah, MPO J-Town Championships champion. Episode. Um, he went down to St. Louis and came back from a pretty good deficit to like take fourth place in a giant tournament down there. Yeah, he's, he's doing a great job and he's... He's doing it the right way. He's just being a great ambassador for the sport, being mm-hmm. really humble, and just putting the work in. Putting the work in, and you could see it coming to fruitation. <laughs> <laughs> what us. else, Lauren? Tell us. Right. Hop in. Get out of the way, Ryan. I can't just get... Zach joined the Delwood Disc Golf team on January 2nd, 2020. He comes from a baseball background, and the first course that he ever played was West Park in Joliet, Illinois. He got a hole-in-one that day on hole 23. I nailed it. By throwing a flick Anheuser with a yellow DX destroyer Michael, Michael. with a God. red stamp and ended up losing that disc on a second round on hole two in the water. <laughs> from so there, dramatic. <laughs> in from the there, water. he played a few casual rounds with friends and saw how good the game could be yeah. when he witnessed Matt Rooney throw a forehand on hole one at the Oaks that was dead center chains. Zach continued to play leagues and got more involved in the game. Joe Moore and Corey Raines inspired him to play more too, especially with Corey throwing 400-foot bosses with his forehand like nothing. That's what made him want to get better, and that's how he stayed in the game. Perfect. <laughs> I actually wrote his bio on your website. Yes, you did. Wow. Yes, you did. Oh, nice. savior. Wow. Nice. Great nice, job. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I'm glad I remembered it was a DX Destroyer. That was pretty yeah. cool. And well 23. Pretty sweet. I well remembered. Uh-huh. All right. So we're going to move on to an episode that went up June 8th. It'll, it, hey, that's Sheila's birthday. Oh, that's right. It's Sheila's birthday. Season 2, Episode 8, In the Club, Part 2, Circle 1 with Scott Wrangle and Mikey Bizd. The guys are back in the boardroom at Ember's Tap House, but this time... They got a packed house. An army of local disc golf club Circle One members are in the hizzy to cheer on the ep- this episode's guests, Scott Rangel and Mikey Biz. They get deep into how and why Circle One has become so popular in the area and how their leadership produces such a fiercely loyal following. They also loosen up with a new segment, figure out what it takes to make Scott wear pants, and discuss the different ways to wipe your butt, all while trying to keep <laughs> Matt Rokita 
from taking over the show. Discuss. There was a lot of Matt Rokita I had to cut out of that yeah. show. Yeah. Listeners mm-hmm. will never know how much Rokita found his I way love Rokita. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of Rokita in that show. Pond yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah. Pond boy. <laughs> Pond I'm old man. I love all the recurring jokes about how Scott has 20 kids. It's great. Oh, right. Cheaper and by the dozen. To this day, I have still not seen him wear pants. I mean, it was, what, June, and now it's just getting into fall, so I probably would not have, but I've made it a point to look, and he's not worn yeah, pants. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen him wear pants. Yeah. They're unnecessary. TBH. Uh, do you remember sticking your head out the window? And yelling at people for being disruptive oh, outside. Oh, yeah. Motorcycles or Oh, something. move it along. Yeah, yeah. there was a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah, there was yeah, a motorcycle that was that out episode. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember They that. were great guests, and it was a lot of fun to have the house packed with the, you know, the Circle One crew. Yeah. Is that the episode? Is that a reference to when the rub started? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. There you go. That was a. That was I don't think it was as uncomfortable. It wasn't because we didn't know what it was going to be yet. Right. She yeah. was in the room. She yeah. was. She was there. It didn't get weird until the next episode. Until yeah. you made it weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. because I wanted the rub to be a little silly, and it just like I don't think we did that at all on the first episode. So the next one, I was like, I don't know what it needs, but I'm going to try and make it silly. Do <laughs> Do we have confirmation from her that she likes what we're doing with it? I think so. She just DM'd Sean and I the other day and said yeah. that she got. A customer who said, "I'm sent here from Unstable Discourse." Or like, I found, I like, I'm here because I listened to oh, Unstable Discourse. Nice, really. And she yeah. was really happy, and then she, I think she ran a promotion saying, like, mention Unstable Discourse and you'll get a discount or something like that. I think it is a good sign. Well, we did well. Then. It ended up, it ended up being one of my favorite things of the season. So, I mean, I hope she liked it. But well, I'm yeah. glad you like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Scott and uh, and Mikey were really, really uh-huh. great guests. They're it, continuing the club just yeah. as they thought they were they're both playing great disc golf mm-hmm. uh mikey just won ma1 j-town champs j-town championships sure and the flex start the day before yep and uh scotty wrangles taking a couple down this year uh yeah they're doing great yeah that was a really fun it was a rowdy episode rowdy them circle That's one boys are rowdy yeah there's a lot of off mic yelling but i felt like we got into really good meaningful conversation and had fun which is like that's the best possible balance that's all you asked for right uh-huh. yeah. yeah scott wrangle won the oh. gary lewis oh award yeah this that's year right and well, scott wrangle won the that, gary yeah. lewis award uh because later. of his circle one involvement got it that's it all right well hopefully you remember the details of this next episode it went up july 22nd uh which is a big jump that's yeah Overall, June 8th to July because July of Clash. It's because of Clash. Yeah. Right. Because of Clash. Season 2, Episode 9 is titled Get Out of My Inbox and Get Into My Car <laughs> with Sheila Callahan. She's a witch girl. <laughs> I know her. After a brief hiatus, the boys are back recording at 933, the coolest speakeasy around, located on the third floor of Ember's Tap House in Lockport. Oh my God, Jason. With too little time and too much to talk about, they bring in special guests. Mama Groundhog herself, Sheila Callahan. They unravel the mystery behind what Sheila does at DDG. Shocker. It's pretty much everything. And collectively break down and analyze the juggernaut tournament that was Clash 5. Mm -hmm. Details about the Chicago Disc Golf Expo are revealed. Unsurprisingly, Jason was repeatedly told to mind his P's and Q's, while Alex couldn't help but get a bit teary-eyed. Discuss. Sheila should get on the mic. Yeah, hearing you guys talk about how draining Clash was and the expression of like you know being a shell of yourself, or you 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 just you said something like that, Sheila, that just hit me really hard while I was kind of in the in the middle of 
feeling like that's the path that I was on as well. Um, that episode was unexpectedly super emotional and and awesome. Like I love mm-hmm. that episode. Hearing what what Sheila does behind the scenes was you knew she did a lot, but like there's no way you could know until you listen to really you know fill out that story. Have people come into the shop, Sheila, and said, "Oh my God, I loved you on the show." No, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, see, Jason says that that happens all the time, and I think he's full of shit. Not, he's full of shit. He's lying. Yeah. I remember when we announced that you were going to be the guest. Like so many people, like threw their hands up. Like finally. Yeah. Like, no, I've gotten texts and like little secret messages, but I feel like no one wanted to put it out there, which is fine, and it makes me. Uh, love that even more because I'm a quiet person and I I actually haven't even listened to the episode I was on. Really? Yeah, because yeah. I can't stand my own voice and I I just, it makes me embarrassed but also at the same time I felt like more empowered after it. Like it was a lot of fun and it's made me want to do more. And it's ju- made me want you to do more yeah, with us. Yeah, <laughs> like just today Amy Laskowski and I have been texting about next year which I won't say anything about that yet, but yeah, we've got some things in the works. And Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm super stoked to uh, continue doing tournaments and, and working towards making women's disc golf a bigger thing in our area. It was awesome to finally see you speaking on a platform where people were listening more than just us in the kitchen. And I abs- that's why I loved that episode that, you know, your voice was being heard and instead of just with me sitting in the, in the right, office, yeah. you know, that, Cause that that's was, what we do. We just yeah. get over caffeinated. Right. And, and we, we plan all this stuff, but <laughs> to, to have more than just me hear how much you do was very, I awesome do want to make a point back. that when we floated down the DuPage river, Ryan did tell me that I was the least edited guest. Oh. I'm gonna take that. Oh, time's up. Oh, <laughs> too bad. Sorry. You have to edit that out. Uh, bummer. <laughs> you got that line in though. Least edited guest. That's that's a praise. Yeah. She was. She was very well spoken the entire Measured. time. Measured. Very consistent throughout. I've never asked you this, but how often do you have to edit my like stammering and and like some stumbling? Is it a lot? So episode ten. Yeah. Let's uh, move right on. Yeah. Yeah. What about it? Went up uh. August 12th. <laughs> Season 2, episode 10. You guys may remember when we recorded this episode. I don't know. Started from the shoebox. Now we here with Paul Macbeth. I'm sorry, who? Yeah. Who is it? Uh, recorded in front of a live studio audience from the ETA Creative Arts Building in South Chicago. Kicking off the Chicago Disc Golf Expo. The guys are back with the most special of special guests, Paul Macbeth. He and the rest of the Paul Macbeth Foundation crew are in town to celebrate the expo and to get things moving on getting a permanent course installed within the city limits. They discussed the local and international obstacles faced by the PMF and how their plans have been and will continue progressing. They also find out a bit about Paul's experience designing discs with Discraft, his stance, or lack thereof, on aliens and ghosts, and how he would rather not relax. (laughs) You have three minutes. Oh, man. From the... Very bare bones planning to the very end. I am shocked and amazed at how well it went. That's all you guys. Dude, I, we talked about it on the last episode. When I walked in and I saw the setup you guys already had going on, and like it was like, holy shit, everybody else is like running the show and it looks amazing. And that almost that whole, sh- like the whole experience from getting there to leaving to go to the next thing yeah. was like out of body. 
Oh, um, absolutely. It was a, we were there for about 45 seconds. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being backstage, like first off, the technology not working, me sitting there like Jack Bauer with the clock ticking down and beads of sweat coming oh, down my right. face. Yeah. And you guys standing around just waiting to see like what Michael. the fuck are we going to do Michael. about this? We'll do it live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he dropped the ball on me that he said, "Here, just press play, figure it out, and announce us." I was like, "Cool." Yeah. Cool. But you did it. Yes. But you did. Is there a bounce? So we we get okay, the technology is working. We go back behind the stage. Sheila was ready for us with uh, shots of little fireball shooters. She did, yeah. Uh, which was super, super clutch. Paul McBeth did not shoot a fireball. He did not. Nope. But uh, still, standing backstage, and then the theme song starts and plays over the speakers. And that's it's a freaking like beat I made like 10 years ago that I... Why would it ever have been used for anything? Yeah. And it ended up being used for our podcast. And then I hear it live on the speakers and... It starts and the crowd starts clapping. My soul left my body in that. Yeah, moment. absolutely. Yeah. It just felt so unreal. Yeah. And then my just- favorite part was making Paul so uncomfortable that he didn't know what to say. <laughs> and I, I say this to everybody, but had I known that that would be his reaction to what we were talking about, I would have pushed his buttons the entire show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because it was so fun. Yeah. I want to redo of having Paul yeah. on the show, yeah. but bringing him into our space and yeah. making him even more uncomfortable. I think he I had think a good enough time to where we can do that with him at yeah. some point in the future. Yeah. That's also what surprised me was that he was obviously professional and very cool, yeah. uh, but he seemed to enjoy himself and he expressed that to us and I didn't expect that from him. Yeah. And that was extra special for me. And then obviously the rub, like that's when the rub Ooh. finally came into its own. Like yes. when Paul got super uncomfortable in front of a bunch of people, yeah. <laughs> that's like his favorite takeaway from the thing. Like he signed the the poster from the event, like thanks for the rub. Thanks for the rub. You know, like... and. Oh, and damn! I, we could talk a lot more about that. It was perfect, perfect timing. Yeah. Three minutes is up. Thank you again to everybody who came out for that. That was so awesome. That was a great day. Yes, it yeah. was. We're going to move on to an episode that went up September 2nd, Season 2, Episode 11, State of the Union, Onion. State of the Onion. How do the guys follow up the live episode with some old-fashioned down-and-dirty disc golf talk? That's how. In this episode, the State of the Union is discussed and how it is affecting disc golf globally and locally. The growth of the sport, this manufacturer's technology, and the ever-present supply chain issues. Also, Jason gets all too excited for the new Spider-Man movie. Alex whispers about feet-smelling cheese balls, and everyone is skeptical <laughs> about cupping. Discuss. That was back at the shop for the first time we since. Were, yes, we were back at the shop in one. a while without Absolutely. a guest. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, without a guest. Yeah, it was a great episode because, and I was skeptical at first because we didn't have a guest, and we had had guests just about every show before that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and coming back, I was wary about not having content enough for a. a an episode and yeah. it turns out we had more than enough to talk yeah. about and we had kind of figured that out in the couple of days leading up to recording and then it just we all realized like oh there's some frustration within what's going on all the time let's yeah. let's tell people about yeah, that yeah and frustration from disc golfers that don't understand why right. yeah. they are frustrated and we are frustrated everything sucks and here's a little bit yeah. of insight into why that is i remember having a little bit of weight lifted off my chest after that episode of like hoping that the list Listeners have a takeaway from that episode and going like, this is why when you come in, I don't have what I have or yeah. I do have what I right. have. Have you yeah. seen a that peek behind difference? the curtain? I thought was yeah. very cool. Have you Not seen a-, a difference in um, 
Maybe not measurable. Yeah, probably not measurable. Not but. only the the part where like uh, here's why we don't have what we have, but now uh, hopefully people understand why like how special it is that we do have what or that you do have what you right. have because right. you are hustling constantly. Yeah. Like yeah. what what does it take to keep the shop you know right. supplied? Right. right. And what and what does it take to like produce three or four hundred pieces of uh, apparel for an event when you can't really get your hands on yeah. stuff? Right. Yeah. And I thought we were pretty much at the peak of bullshit, but it is actually it's getting worse. It's getting worse for me. I don't know about I've, the discount. Well, I've been hearing side, the supply chain issues in general around the world yeah. are getting worse. I'll keep it real. You said that you know we didn't know what we were going to do a couple of days beforehand. We didn't know what we were going to do when we arrived at the shop to do that episode. We were there. Oh, there yeah, was not forty minutes. Forty minutes of us just like out figuring out. What, what are we I wasn't going to give the listeners the deep peek behind the curtain, guys. <laughs> uh-huh. I was going to pretend a little bit like uh-huh. we it was a couple of days, but we yeah. can cut. Now this out if you want. I don't mind. <laughs> I'm joking. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot that it was. It was literally like yeah. we, we stood we outside. Said, yeah. Maybe we should do this Even next week. Even at one week. point, we discussed yeah. not even yeah. doing the episode. Yeah. yeah, I totally remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And then what came out of it was like a very it. meaningful was, conversation. Was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. the you, phoenix rises from the it. ash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say it was the best episode of the season, but it was certainly something worth talking about. From like, uh, are we going to cancel and do this and like figure it out next week? To- oh, oh, sorry, too Alex. Bad. Oh, my God. Bummer. I'm so glad. It's I, all good. I purposely looked at him and tried to set up a sentence so he would say it. Because <laughs> I saw there was about four seconds left. <laughs> oh, God, it felt so good. Alex, talk now. Hey, Alex, Alex talk now. Three, hey, what two, you, one, anything you want to say? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. All right, next episode went up September 23rd. It was season two, episode 12, Shooting the Schlitt Ooh. with Dan Schlitter. We were back at 933 above Ember's Tap House in Lockport for the first time in weeks. We get real good and comfortable with some fancy drinks and bring in the first repeat guest in the show's history, the notorious... Dan Schlitter, continuing right from where we left off in the first season, the guys get deeper into Dan, the person and the player. His sponsorship with Discraft highlights from his victory at Clash 5, and they even sling some unwarranted marriage advice. Sean and Ryan uh-huh. relive their recent trip to the North Woods. Alex puts his foot down about going to Sandy Point next year, and Jason <laughs> gives a shout out to his dear friend, Fred Lancaster. <laughs> And adamantly God. supports kicking duck-sized horses. Discuss. It's a great episode. Wow, there was a lot to take in. That was a fun one. That we did, yes. I can't believe that was all in one episode. Yeah. Yeah. Fred Lancaster was probably one of my favorite things of the entire podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that was an edible episode, if I was, recall. That may uh, have that been an edible There's, a, edible there's edible a peek episode. behind the curtain. Edible yeah. episode. Edible episode. Hearing Dan talk about, you know, what is it like to, to win that tournament and to like, well, I've set that goal and then to have achieved it and like what was emotionally happening at that time it's one thing to see it and to live it and to talk to him 30 minutes after he'd won yeah but then allowing him time to have it soak in and then be on the podcast and talk about it was extra special because you could tell how you know wonderful it was and and the feelings that he was having and Mm -hmm. what he had processed and how it came out was fantastic i'm so grateful to lauren again for capturing all those clash photos but yeah. the one where dan is on the phone with his mom after he wins one of my favorite disc golf photos I've i didn't ever seen. realize it was with his mom he's like call, he's like you know mom i won oh and he's like god his you know you can see it in his eyes like that's a moment Ugh. putting my foot down yeah liz he, has retaliated yeah oh yeah because oh. i've already told her. i've already told her where i'm going this? next year yeah and she said that she's getting herself a dog while i'm gone 
because uh-huh. I have a thing against shitty little white dogs. I don't think that's a real dog, and I don't ever because want to have it's white one. Because white? Well, because they get nice <laughs> rusty. They get little crusties in their eyes, and they're gross, and they, they yip. And if you sit on them, they die. And uh-huh. there's just no reason to have a little shitty white dog like that. Um, and she she she's like, if you Suddenly go. slipping white into the conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why, but the white ones suck the most. And, uh, she's like, like, if you go yeah, on that white, trip, white you're going to come back to a shitty little white dog. Huh. Um, so now I'm really having to juggle. Hey, it's, sure. the Northwoods is worth it's, it. It's yeah. worth it. It's worth it. But the, the problem is she's threatening to train the dog to only like her and to be mean to everyone else. And that's scary to me. They've gone 10 times, dude. That's I still what? think it's still worth, worth it. it. Worth yeah. it. For 18 yeah. years dude. of a shitty dog. Worth yeah. it. Just sit on it. You, said yeah, dog. you know, yeah. you That's literally said how you can eliminate the, the problem, man. Hey, you could kill the dog. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. You kill a dog. You, you can't oh kill God. the Northwood. She never said you couldn't kill the dog. That's that's the retaliation. That's the response. Got it. Yep. Uh, let's talk more about Dan, though. Dude. French toast is bullshit. Uh, oh, got him. Uh, that's it. All right. The next episode went up just a few weeks ago. It was season two, episode 13. Size matters with Brian Espinosa. Oh, yeah. The guys decide to set up shop in the barn at Callahan Acres for episode 13. Was that our first barn episode? That was Mm -hmm. our first barn episode. Mm -hmm. Surrounded by disc golf baskets, old snap-on tool calendars, and a few six-packs, they welcome in special guest Brian Espinosa. They dig into Brian's incredible weight loss and lifestyle transformation and get more insight and motivation than they bargained for. Ryan gears up for disappointment with the end of the baseball season. Sean dreams of pumpkin spice lattes. And Alex is already overhanging holiday lighting. Meanwhile, Jason can't wait to tell us about, wait for it, the best TV show of all time. <laughs> what, what you was, have three minutes. What was the show? I don't remember. As it I'm was reading that, that good. I can't. Yeah. It was so good. I've already it was, forgotten. I would like best. to make. Oh, sex education. Sex oh, education. Yeah. There you go. Most you got it. Yeah. Two things. Yeah. It was not Snap-on tool calendar. It was a Matco tool calendar because I'm looking at it. Looking at it right now. And the other thing is I absolutely geared myself up for disappointment because the next night, I believe it was, the Mariners lost the game they needed to win to have a chance to tie for the wild card spot. I'm such a bad friend. I never even asked. Yep. Mm. And they... uh, they missed it by half a game. Boom, so boom, boom, boom. this is uh yep. this was another episode where people reached out to be like, Hey, that episode really hit home and like I'm mm-hmm. so glad you guys did that one. Oh. I hope you guys got messages too from anybody, but like Yeah. Um and, and Brian said on the episode, if even one person hears this and they like get something out of it, I will be so grateful or however you oh, mission it. accomplished. And definitely yeah. people did. Yeah. Um it really hit home when he was when we asked him like is there anything you want people to take away from this? And he just got so impassioned and you yeah. can tell like this means so much to him. I have never had a recording or a podcast recording or anything where I felt like I should probably slow somebody down post recording. He was fired up from the and moment he, was he started fired talking. up. Yep. Yeah. Should I stretch this out a little bit so people can take every word in because he's going so fast because he's so passionate about what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool. I think so. it was one of the most, original concept episodes that we've done 
just the reasoning of why he was on the show, I thought was so very unique. And the way that he spoke about it was probably just one of my favorite guests. Mm -hmm. Anybody that is so excited about what they're doing and why they're here is A1 for me, but because of the message that he had and the way that he could help people just by listening to it was, yeah, extra special for sure. Uh, I also liked all the the conversations about Link. How do you get to be in Team Link? And, Uh you know, it's it's gotta be unanimous. And there are people who wanted to be in and Brian had to be like, sorry, dude, not everybody wants you. Not everybody. (laughs) Yeah. It was not unanimous, bro. Sorry. Yeah. So we are going to actually play Garb's course on Sunday. So we'll have to talk with them about it a little oh, bit wow. more. This will be last Sunday when you hear this. Oh, okay. The the name of the episode is so great. The Good mailbag lucky. question. You snuck that in. Oh, uh, uh, if his dick got bigger when he lost <laughs> oh, weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, the title of that episode worked on a couple different levels, yeah, oh, and it, it happened sure. last It went minute. from extra yeah. small to small. <laughs> That's what he said. So, yes, it did get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> our, uh, our penultimate episode hey. uh, oh, yeah. went up two weeks ago. It was season two, episode 14, off the record for the record with Ryan Aquino. The guys returned to the barn at Callahan Acres to welcome special guest Ryan Aquino of Disc Golf Digest. They discuss his involvement with the disc golf world, playing, photographing, filming, even writing for the DGPT. They also get into Ryan's time with the band's starter kit and his life now as a proud dad. Sean won't shut up about the delis. Alex has a serious hankering for some good old-fashioned teen wizardry. Ryan can't understand why no one will take his money. And Jason can't stop name dropping his best friend, Dave Grohl. Discuss. Have you heard from Dave yeah. since this episode? We talked all the time, but I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it. Okay. All right. <laughs> what the hell, man. Can somebody... I'm more than Dave Grohl's best friend. Okay. So okay. chill. Can somebody explain to me why the Harry Potter itch thing is so funny? I still don't get it. Oh, my God. The way you you brought it up and you said, I just had an Harry Potter itch. Yeah. The way that you said it was so funny. Like you had, if you would have said Harry ass crack itch, it would have meant. Or Harry cooter itch or whatever. It was just like. Okay. Something. What was the Dumbledore joke? Deep in his Dumbledore. I said deep deep down in your Dumbledore. Deep down in your Dumbledore. Yeah. That was so damn funny. It was very good. That was funny. The fact that it's been two weeks and you still don't know what's I thought that's what it, it was, but I was also like, there's no way that's it because that's not that no, funny. Was I was like, I must be missing something. Something about how sudden it was that you had brought that up. It was yeah. very funny. But yeah. the fact that you two both laughed so much, I was like, I'm sure yeah. it's great. I just, I'm missing it. <laughs> At one point, I did grab his leg and squeeze it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was so funny. Yeah. The the thing I remember about that episode was it was a little tough to figure out where to start because Ryan's done so many things. Yeah. Okay. There's the band. There's his, you know, fatherhood. There's all the stuff with DGPT, the writing, the documentaries. Yeah. He's done so many things. It yeah. was like not easy to figure out. Yeah. How do we package all that into yeah. a, a narrative? Yeah. Basically, uh, but I think I think it, it came through. I think it was cool to see because he admittedly on Facebook or Instagram or wherever he said he was trying to find a way to find his voice and to convey what he was trying to say because he sure. doesn't. He's always behind the camera or behind the mic or behind right. those things. And being in front of it, he was a little nervous about it. But I think he started to get in his stride a little bit towards mm-hmm. the end of the the podcast. I think it was great. Yeah, that's what I noticed uh, because I was sitting here and I was going. 
oh, there's a little bit of nervousness that was coming through. And then as he continued to talk, I was like, he sounds like a guy that's really intelligently talking slowly, not nervous. And I enjoyed that about the way that he was telling his stories and uh, found a a new respect for him. Yeah, whereas we just sling bullshit and see what sticks. He was being very measured. Measured about about what he says, exactly. Um, And that comes through in his work as well. That's true. I feel like on a certain level, he might have seen his presence on the podcast as like work adjacent he's finding a way to fold that into his repertoire and that's why he was still like maybe in work mode a little bit while he was here it was yeah i could see yeah. that huh. yeah are you trying to set me up to to keep talking to damn you it i was that close <laughs> to doing it as well i thought for sure he was gonna take that hook time is about and to expire yep, two it? one there it is <laughs> damn it silly best so close all right too bad. All we have left to do, guys, is to spend three minutes talking about what we've done tonight, episode 15. Huh. Just like we did last season, we spent three minutes talking about the recap episode and what we <laughs> liked about season one. So we're going to do it again. We're going to spend three minutes talking about what we've discussed tonight and uh, maybe looking back at uh, 2021, everything we've done since February 25th, and maybe spend some time talking about what we want to do next year yeah. when we get to uh, 2022 and we drop that first episode on February 25th. So you have three minutes. Discuss. Was this when we were making all the Spaceball references last year and talking about how it's happening now? We're talking about now, but it's happening no, now. We're now. Now. In the now. now. The now. Yeah. I don't remember us doing that last now. year. but You got to get the spice. Um, Dune. That's Dune a Dune reference. reference. Dune reference. Maybe it would be interesting to try to compare season one to season two. Do you guys have any? Well, season one was 12 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So I don't remember it is any of weird. it. It's weird how slow time has felt like it moved while also the year whizzed by. Right. It's so I constantly weird. talk about how it's so bizarre how quickly time seems to be moving the older I get. But then when we do these recap episodes, even <clears throat> talking about episode one just being, it was eight months ago when we recorded it. It legitimately feels yeah. like eight years ago. We do so much in such a small chunk of time that it makes it feel like four times as long. I've spoken with my wife's aunt about this and she summed it up pretty easily. I think in a way that made it sound like it was understandable when you're one year old yeah that whole year is your entire life right so it's all you know so it's the longest thing you've ever you know known but when you're 40 a year is a very small percentage of your life so as you age each year gets smaller and smaller as you're you know as part of your life in a smaller percentage so it seems like it's easier for it to lose the same amount of space in your head uh we took some really interesting like steps forward and and had some very interesting like milestones i guess milestones is a good word yeah yeah once we ventured out uh from the shop we did so many episodes of, like we only did two episodes in the shop that's the season right. it was the shop yeah. was holding yeah. us back that's what it was michael the shop. The shop. I, michael love doing episodes at the shop <laughs> honestly the the environment of like just being surrounded by all the disc golf Mm-hmm. Yeah. puts me in the, in the mood but also uh-huh. each different location we've gone to had mm-hmm. a different like vibe workforce felt very high energy to me yeah you know once we got into embers uh-huh. very high energy and like also it i felt like we elevated a little bit sure and now the barn i feel like is more laid back and i love the that. barn is chill and then the live episode was like i mean that's a huge landmark oh, oh bummer so sorry. thinking about Season three, I think another live episode is in order. Granted, we're not going to do it on a Monday morning. It'll be on a Friday <laughs> night. Uh, and we'll we'll have organized that. Uh, we'll have more time and more planning. And I think we can make that. Like the, the first time we did it was amazing. I think the second time, two or three times better. So we'll just something. have to pick a bigger guest. 
I mean, I don't want to give it away, but it might be Joe Biden. We'll see. I don't think the... I mean, obviously it was amazing to do an episode with Paul, but we could do an episode with just us live and have it be bigger and cooler. It's sure. just it's just a matter of like Certainly. the time of day, who can get there. I would love to do it at a bar where everybody can have drinks and like we can really loosen up, you know, because we had a time... Budget. budget. We had a time budget on that yes. episode. Baby. We had yeah. to rush through it. We'll just rent um, out embers completely. That second floor would be perfect. That'd be a piece of cake. Something like that. Yeah. Yep. If we continue to get the response that I get on a weekly basis about the podcast, we, we don't have a choice but to yeah. continue. Right. I, I get, talking to you, listener. Yeah. I get one or two every day. Uh, Tea Time Teller just messaged me a couple of days ago and was like, Same. hey, Same. I just started listening. It's awesome. You know, and he couldn't say enough good things about it. You didn't listen to the first couple, did you? Skip those. <laughs> I said the same thing. Like, I was like, wait, where did you start? And he's yeah, like, right. episode one. I was like, damn it. Shit. <laughs> the origin story, man. You got to hear them all. I know. I would rather if it was like they started at episode six and then listened to everything and then they had to listen. Then they got to listen to like one, two, three, four, five and yeah. kind of hear where where it started rather than here's where it started and then listen chronologically, kind of like a Tarantino type thing. Like yeah. Star jump Wars. in where it's Star awesome. Wars. Yeah. At, yeah. A new hope. Either, yeah, yeah. That way too. So Amy Laskowski is Leia. Who would be if they started at episode six and that's a new hope. You're Chewbacca, obviously. Uh, I'm Chewy, right? Yeah. Sean would be Han or Luke. Han, I don't know. Luke. Ryan wants yeah, to be Han. Ryan, Ryan's, Give Ryan Han. Han, yeah. Sean's Luke. Okay. I'll be Jabba. <laughs> right. Okay, Jabba? well, I mean, if I'll you guys want to go that route, that's okay. okay. Yeah. Scoundrel. Scoundrel. I like the sound of that. All right. Bata Bata Chewbacca. Okay, so uh, that's a wrap on on the uh, bangers and mash yeah. of, of season the bangers and two. Mash. Uh, but we're not done yet. We have Hell a couple no. things to announce. All right, so we need to figure out who won the trivia portion of the night. Absolutely, uh, which was from two episodes ago. Jason, take us away. Yeah, we have uh, added up all of our weights, and the final number is one. 1,085 pounds, and out of nowhere, somebody was actually able to guess that exact, exact amount. number. It was the third guess as well. Was it really? Yeah. The third guess to come in. The person who guessed it exactly, the 1,085 pounds is Jason Poole. He is going to win his version of Perfect Putt 360, which is a putting practice app designed to mimic tournament type pressure in a game that makes putting practice fun Download Perfect Putt 360 today on the App Store and Google Play. Wait for it. Hashtag, Hashtag every putt counts. That's going to Jason. Wow, Poole. right on the nose. How he did he the, do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Third guess. Huh. That's Pretty a Jay Pool kind of thing to do. Though. It is a J. He probably had some Excel sheets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Set up and he was doing strategy. some math. A lot of algorithms. Like took took pictures off of Facebook and loaded them into some program that would yeah. assess weight. Right. Some forensics bullshit. Yeah. The weird thing is it's 1,085 split exactly evenly five ways. All of us had the same weight. Yeah, that was really weird. When we weighed ourselves, yeah. Right, right. What are the chances? Well, shout out to you, Jay Poole. Congratulations. And that is a wrap on the trivia portion of the night. And the last thing that we have to uh, share with you guys is that we have a winner from our contest we've been running from the rub basically it's a review contest we're not going to announce that now well after the episode drops we'll make a post uh-huh. and let you guys know who wrote our favorite we'll tag the person if they're on facebook we'll tag them yeah. yep. and the winner again is going to win a 90 minute massage from luxor escape thank you to luxor escape for sponsoring this segment and uh for bringing 
the rub to the show, which for a lot of people was their favorite. and Definitely mine. Definitely Ryan's mm-hmm. favorite. Yeah. Uh, and so, Paul McBeth. He, uh-huh. he loved and it. Paul McBeth's favorite. So. Thanks for the rub. Uh, thank you to Luxor Escape, and thank you to everybody who wrote reviews. We'll announce that winner soon. Stay tuned. Yes. Jason. Uh-huh. We got to get into the mailbag. Would you like to lead us into that mailbag? I'd love to. <clears throat> Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Sorry, I ran out of breath when it was my turn. <laughs> also, I go after Ryan. Yeah, it's okay. <sighs> Did I screw it up? Yeah. No, you're fine. All you're right. good. I go after Ryan. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get it right next season. We're going to start <laughs> off with a question from Grace Brazali Elliott. She wants to know, what's our spirit animal? Ooh, collectively or individually? No, it's got to be individually. Okay. And then collectively, with our powers combined. Do you, does anyone it? know? Yeah. Like, Do you have a go-to answer for that? No. I definitely I do not. I do. Go ahead. I, I say all the time. I think in my past life, I was a dog. I have big-time dog. Oh, I could see a golden retriever. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for you're sure. a dog. 100%. I'm you're always a dog, dog. Golden retriever. You do tend to kick your leg when I scratch you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. By the way, thanks for that. I think mine's a shark, unfortunately. I'm not real proud of it, but I think that's right. You can smell blood in well, the water for miles What kind away. of shark, yeah. though? Like a yeah. great white. Oh, I was gonna okay. say hammerhead. Talking like Jaws. But they're like I got beady little eyes. You know, I sniff out opportunities. Yeah, you know, I'm very tunnel vision. But they're respected. Yeah. They're correct. feared. Yeah. But correct. respected. All those things are true. Yeah. I don't think it's unfortunate. The reason I say unfortunate is because the the great white shark has a reputation for being like a soulless machine. That's the one part of of that thing that I'm like, if I could remove that part of it, then I think everything else kind of makes sense for me. Yeah. Like I have to keep moving. I can't sit still. I'm always kind of well, except for the grass. You don't cut the grass. Yeah, yeah, but it's because I'm doing so many other things. It's raining. It's raining. It's, yeah. it's raining. Been raining. Sharks holding up their grass. Huh? I didn't ask for it to rain. <laughs> Sean, what's your spirit animal? I don't know. Somebody else would have to tell me. Hawk. I, I would. Yeah. I'd roll yes. with a bird. Yeah. yeah. I'd roll with a bird. Something with vision. You're very. Yeah. Yeah, you're very above looking down, taking everything in. You'll you'll kind of like just wait for your moment to swoop in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you some kind of bird. Yeah, some kind of predatorial carnivorous. And then Ryan winged yeah. like a toad, toad, dung beetle, toad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude! All these years, he's a Michael toad. Finally, see it. You see that little like the toad always has that expression of just like slightly dissatisfied. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and when you pick me up, I pee but on you. Also, yeah. when you have questions, you're like, "Well, we got to go ask the toad. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. gonna know. He's it's gonna probably, know. Yeah, the toad's probably. But he's right. gonna be upset about the fact that we've asked him. Yeah. Did you guys ever read Frog and Toad? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. very fitting. But, yeah. Yeah. That is what I yeah. imagined. Wake me up when it's May. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'll go Speaking with Toad. Speaking of toad. peeing on people when you get picked up, we're gonna have to check with Kyle Greenfield and see if you peed on him that time that uh, you jumped on him in slow motion. Oh, every time I pee on him. Yeah, little pee comes out. We're moving on to uh, Edward Dakovitz, who doesn't have a question, just a comment. <laughs> oh, uh, man, here he comes. The podcast is Michael. Awesome. You all are Michael. Awesome. We are Michael. Lucky to have you, Michael, guys, doing what you do to make our Michael community what it is. Michael. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Ryan, have fun editing. Yeah, that was six. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Six, Michael. Yeah, yeah well, moving seven. on. Seven now. We're going to move on uh, to a question from... Give me a Jack. 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 Give me an E. 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 Give me a T. 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 Give me a horns. 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 What's that smell? Jackie, Jackie T. Horns. horns. That's right. Would you guys rather have to talk like Yoda for the rest of your life or breathe like Darth Vader? Great. Ooh. Michael? Question, Jackie T. Horns. Oh, that's eight. 
his mailbag questions have been on this fire. guy. This guy. Uh, I already breathe like Darth Vader, uh, so <laughs> I'll. I would like talking like Yoda. I'm, that sounds great. I'll, that's no, my I'd breathe like Darth Vader. I think talking like Yoda was cool for a minute until all the baby Yoda stuff came out, and now like people that mm. don't know what Yoda is like Yoda. Right. And it's it's too much. Can you just picture Ryan with the face of a toad, just like looking disapprovingly <laughs> at a baby Yoda? Mm-hmm. There it is again. <laughs> Michael, Thank you Grogu. <laughs> I think, that's nine yeah i i agree with the logic on vader breathe like vader breathe, breathe like, like vader, vader. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. still like vader. be me breathe like vader <laughs> yeah is that the name of a, a weekend album that sounds like breathe like vader the weekend breathe like vader. <laughs> that's that maroon five song yeah i want to breathe like vader i want to breathe like vader i want to breathe like vader yeah that's good i like that Mike Sardar has a question for us. He wants to know what Umbers host a winter putting league. We know if that's happening. What's going on there? Uh, I haven't asked the question, but it's definitely something that we can pursue. We've got some other places that we are going to pursue in that regard in the next couple of months. So maybe we've talked about it before. Okay. It's a venue that could work, but I don't see it wouldn't be anything like JPPL, which is I think what people would expect it to be like oh it's just too small in there to do anything where it's to like do anything that's what she said you're playing multiple whole stations in that type of space it would have to be like kind of back and forth bag style which i don't really want to pursue i want it to be like what we did before so embers probably not but somewhere else probably are there i mean i'll just off the top of your head are there venues that are large enough in order to accommodate yeah yeah, stay tuned, Mike. Stay tuned, Mr. Sardar. That's a wrap on the mailbag session then. <laughs> we are done asking questions for tonight. We are done asking questions for the season. That was the last mailbag of the season. So if mm-hmm. you didn't get in, now you have to hold your peace until February next February. year. But we're not done yet. We've got to figure out the pinned it moment of this episode. Mm-hmm. Pinned it. Pinned it. Jason. What? Do I think pinned it? <laughs> yeah. He said what? <laughs> what? What? Where are we again? What? Uh, anytime we can get Lauren Lakeberg on the mic, uh, I think that is always one of my favorite moments of the podcast. So yeah. for me, getting her to chime in. Lauren stepping in and finishing the, the Zach Finwall yep. three-minute. Uh, uh, she pinted it. P-I-N-T-A-T-E. She pinted it. Pinted. Also, when Sheila jumped in and highlighted how I just hung her out to dry and was like, hey, figure out what to do with the intro to this live episode. Yeah. Okay, bye. Thanks. Bye. Pinned it. (laughs) Uh, Thank you again to Mm discgolfpins.com. They do the finest pins in the world, not just in disc golf, but if you Enamel pins, not bowling pins. Enamel pins. I always like to clarify. Uh, Mm -hmm. Check them out on uh, at disc golf pins on Instagram or find Uh them on Facebook or go to their website, Uh Nina, who runs that business, is the sweetest person ever, and she does fantastic work. Uh, Did you cannot, say Swedish or Swedish? Swedish. Okay. Swedish uh, we cannot Swedish. encourage you guys enough to go check them out and uh, <laughs> let them let her help you with your you know, events, your leagues, whatever whatever your pin needs might be. She's got you covered. So thank you to discgolfpins.com. And, and here we are at the end. That's yep. it, guys. Never again will you hear from us in the year 2020. One. That way, you can all be surprised when we say there's bonus content later. Right, right, exactly. But there right. won't be. But, but there, there won't be. be. So, so just don't even. You can't see us that. winking, but I'll tell you. Boink.
but it's been a hell of a season. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for all your support and all your messages and and likes and shares and comments and reviews and everything you guys have done to help put mm-hmm. uh, life into this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we absolutely love doing it. It really helps to know that you guys are are getting things out of it. So don't be shy with your feedback. Keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. We'll keep doing what we're doing, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. It's been a hell of a season. It has. Yes, sir. Until next time. We've done this thirty times. Thirty times. You want to comment on how many times that is? That's a lot of times. That's a lot of times. That's a lot of times. A lot of times. Until next until time. Next time, guys. Keep it tight. Yep. See ya. Peace be with you. Goodbye. Listen to Unstable Discourse on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or right from buzzsprout.com. And if you have the time, leave us a rating and review. It helps the podcast get to more listeners. Unstable Discourse is a top secret studios production. Okay, you got any chippies? No, you don't. Michael!